become a patron of Entertainment Landfill. Go to patreon.com landfill for details. Entertainment Landfill is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. Thank you. Tom. Hi, Dio. Do you know any place where sailors hang out? Sailors? Yeah, I do. They hang out at bars. They always start street fights when they're drunk, you know. I can't stand them, man. Got a minute? If you want to talk, come to the bar. Okay. Bye for now. Goodbye. Excuse me. Oh, hey, Rio. I can't serve you alcohol, but uh, have a seat. Thanks. How about a cola? Sure. So, what's up? Saijo-san, do you know any places where sailors like to hang out around here? You say sailors, but you don't mean just any sailor, do you? Right. Try the MJQ Jazz Bar or Heartbeats Bar. Is that where they go? But you best be careful. I hear they run with a dangerous crowd. Any guys with tattoos on their arms? You'll probably find guys like that there. That's all right. Welcome. There you go. Milk's perfect for a schoolboy, I'd say. <laughs> Are those guys sailors? Maybe. I'm looking for sailors who work with Chinese ships. What are you, some kind of TV detective or something? Back off. You little punk. You looking for some of this? You stupid. That's enough. You put on quite a show, boy. I'm looking for info about a Chinese cartel. I'll tell you. What? In return, you don't show your face here again. Okay. Look for a guy named Charlie. Charlie? He deals in smuggled goods. He's well known in the underworld. He should know about the Chinese cartel. Where is he? He loves his hog. Try asking at the motorcycle shop nearby. What's he look like? He always wears shades and a black leather jacket. And he's got a tattoo on his arm. A tattoo on his arm? Enough talk. Now get out. to Entertainment Landfill. Film, television, pop culture. It's where you find it.
It's time for the ETL E3 Special 2015. I am your host, the Jaystrom, and I am here with Mulberry Bill, the Mulberry Historian. Greetings and salutations. Bill, you ready to talk video games? I am. But you know what? We started a tradition last year. It can't just be you and me. We need Emma. Hello, everyone. Hi, Emma. And, you know, Emma, she's not just here because she's my daughter. Come on. (laughs) She's here because why, Emma? I love video games. That's right, Bill. She loves video games. I love it. So, guys, we're here to talk video games. It's so exciting. I don't... How do you... How do I describe E3 the day you wake up? uh, You can watch it on IGN or something like that. Or uh, watch it on Spike where they carry the um, the Xbox One conference, right? Yeah, I was surprised that's all they carried. Normally, you know, I remember the years where they carried everything. Right. Or was that G4 that carried everything? Maybe it was G4. But you know what? All, you can find it all on lo- online. You can stream it on YouTube. Yeah. And what's interesting is uh, I actually want to start out with Bethesda because they did – they were the first conference – of E3, weren't they? I believe it was. Well, I think Oculus was, but oh, um, never, that was like the night before. Okay. But Bethesda was the big. They were the, like the first ones out of the gate to make everyone go wow. Yeah, basically on uh, Monday morning, I saw everyone freaking out over uh, Bethesda. So I was like, "Hey, well, how did I miss that?" You know. Yeah, I've always loved Bethesda as a, as a developer because they are so. Like detail oriented, and they don't they don't release games if they're not complete. Yes, and uh, you know I'm not even sure I knew their name, but I realize I look at this uh, these games and I realize they're very serious games. And let's go ahead and talk about the first game that they unveiled, Bill, and that was yes. the new Doom. Yeah, that was that was kind of insane. I was watching it going, "Wow, they're really they're really going for it in this one." Right. How about that? Like they showed actual gameplay, you know, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, things that they unveil, sometimes it's just a trailer of uh, cool CGI animation of the intro or something like that, but they actually showed Doom gameplay, and I thought it was pretty spectacular, nice, crisp uh, no doubt, 60 frames per second. It just looked gorgeous, and it looked gory and violent. And I love that uh, you got this general reaction from the audience of people cheering and stuff, especially when the guy whips out the chainsaw. Yeah. How great was that? Yeah, they... they. Uh, I, that's also the big thing this year is I think a lot of people were very upset it passed E3s because developers would show games off but not specify that this was a demo running on high-end hardware uh, and not actually... You notice this year it was... This game was live footage captured directly from a yes. PlayStation 4. Yes, I So they, they were that. very, very upfront with that this year. Or it would say, this game is still in development... Things may change, yeah. that stuff like that. So that, that's yeah. cool that they do that. I think after um, after Watch Dogs and uh, Witcher Three was the other one. 
that uh, people were very upset that it didn't look the same or it wasn't up to those standards and they weren't they weren't honest. Right. They were like uh, the watchdogs, especially. I remember it looked pretty spectacular in the video and in at the E3 video. And then when the game actually come out, came out, it was obvious they had to dial it back because they could significantly. Yeah. They, it didn't look as good as it did in the uh, the thing. So, yeah, it is, I'd rather have honesty and rather just know what it's going to look like. I don't need it punched up just to make me buy it. Because nine times out of ten, Bill, I'm pretty much sold on gameplay or storyline anyway. You know what I mean? That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, I know Doom is a shooter and you're playing it. You know, I love shooters, especially ones with levels and a storyline. You know, when it gets to the death matches, you know, because they have to sell games on death matches also, I'm usually like, okay, I don't really care anymore, you know, because I, that's not, I'm not really big into death matches. Yes, I will play it maybe on certain games, but that's, I'm not really into that. I don't really care, you know. That's not what I look for when I want to buy a game. Yeah. Now, the the next game... Oh, by the way, I'm uh, bringing back my star system, Bill. When uh, okay. you give a, I give stars, one out of five stars, to uh, what I thought as I watched the game. Emma, I don't believe you watched the Doom trailer. No, I didn't watch uh, the beginning of the E3. It's probably better. I don't think I would allow her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very gory it game. It sounds disgusting. But I did give it... It is five, disgusting. I gave it five stars, Bill. Really, five stars. I'm I'm about three and a half. I'm not completely sold yet. And I think it was more. I mean, of course, a lot of it had to do with how gorgeous it looked, but a lot of it was Doom nostalgia, also. Sure. When I yeah. realized that the creatures that you were battling were new high res versions of the original Doom creatures, I got really excited. Yeah. I thought that yeah, I remember playing that that first version of Doom on the PC. So I wanted to see that giant yeah. eyeball thing. Remember that? It's yes, like a giant meatball or oh, something. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. The eye meatball. Now I don't know if you even remember this, but they uh, they uh, showed this game called Battle Cry. It's yeah, two stars because uh, it didn't look like. Usually, if I give something one or two stars, it's because ah, it's just not my bag. Not interested, you know. I think it's it's like a team-based multiplayer type of game. Yeah. Let me so see. I'm just not real big into that. Yeah. So uh, okay, Battle Cry looks a lot like Team Fortress to me. Yeah. What, don't you think it does? Yeah. In a lot of ways. Well, it sounds like Team Fortress. Yeah. Yeah. It totally does. It's. I mean, that's each each player has a role. It's team-based. Yeah. And, and while Team Fortress is looks neat and everything, I, it's not. I'm not just not into those kind of games. Now, uh, some of these games, these kind of team games, Bill, if you and I had a team of, like, ten friends that played all the time, it would probably be awesome. Yeah. It would be like a small-scale MMO. Right. You know, like, it, that would that would probably be fun. We'd all battle each other. It'd be so much fun. Now, the next game that a lot of people were excited about was Dishonored 2. Yeah. I was very surprised by that. Did you like play I, Dishonored 1, Bill? I did play Dishonored 1, and Dishonored was one of those games where you could play it how you wanted. You could go through without taking any lives, or you could just go through killing everything. 
What and fun would it be to take no lives? <laughs> well, if you take no lives, it turns itself into kind of a stealth game where you sneak up on people, uh, you know, knock them out or just, you know, take them out so that they okay. can't uh, report where you are. Is it like Very... an assassin game? Yeah. Yeah, it is an assassin game. And you kind of have to solve this mystery of uh, who uh, assassinated uh, the queen and... Uh, I went through it because I don't have the patience for stealth games. Uh-huh. I just went through it crazy, killing everyone and everything. <laughs> if I I would just kill I would kill plants if there were plants around. I would pick up the, the pot and throw it. Was it good uh, gameplay? Like fun? Yeah, it is fun. It's first person. Um, it's it's really it's got this beautiful design. It's kind of a uh, futuristic steampunk design. So it's uh, it's it's a unique world. It's beautiful, uh, and I got the uh, the I guess you would call it the bad ending because I wasn't very good at my uh, uh, I didn't I didn't care who who or what I killed. So very I got stealthy. the yeah I got the negative ending where if you if you go through it like a, a good guy and not kill anything, then you get the good ending. But I just never I never cared enough to go back and give it a try because I just lacked the patience. For skulking around and so uh, you saw that there was a Dishonored two where you're like oh cool I'm yeah and it's it looks like it's uh, there's two lead characters a uh, uh, a woman and then Corvo the guy from the first game and I was trying to figure out who the woman was I wasn't sure if it was like took place in the future and it was uh, then like the daughter of the queen or what I, I didn't get the full story on it but it, it looks it looks interesting it. And I've also noticed, starting with that, that there's a very uh, a very large female presence in a lot of the games this year. Yeah, which is cool. Emma, you like that? The girl characters in the games? I, I like girl characters. I'm still waiting for a girl Link. A girl Link? Yes. In Zelda? Yes. <laughs> girl characters are a good way to... Because it's not just your everyday manly hero. Right. Totally. I understand that. Oh, and I gave that three stars, Dishonored, because mainly I thought it was cool. There was no gameplay. It was all just a trailer. Yeah, uh, at this uh, point, it's kind of like a spec. Right. You know, that- and I gave it three stars upon I'm Intrigued. Yeah. But they did say Dishonored Definitive Collection, or uh, where basically it's a remastered first game. That's I out. never played the DLC for it, but I've heard that the DLC for the original Dishonored is fantastic. So maybe that would be time for me to play the remastered version. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Was that, was that a PS3 game? Uh, PS3, Xbox 360, yeah. Okay, cool. PC. So, so that's a, we'll see that a couple of times in this E3 remastered games for the new systems, the new generation. Which, by the way, Bill, Pepsi. I, I, <laughs> I forgot to mention that we're here on the E3 floor. That's why you hear all the games and stuff behind us. We're in a, the old arcade section, Bill. We yeah. didn't actually have credentials to get onto the main. That's floor. the only space we choose to be. Yeah, we're basically in the uh, the arcade. That's, we don't uh, want any of those remastered games. <laughs> yes, we're old school. Um, now, they unveiled new Elder Scroll online game. And yeah, Elder Scrolls card game, which, eh, not my bad. I'm never. Either. I'm not a card game guy. Even like the the Hearthstone, the game for uh, 
the tablets and whatnot that uh, yeah. Blizzard made. I just, I'll play it when I'm in the bathroom, I, and that's about it. And I even then, I'm like, oh, come on, just get over with it. What, what Emma, what do you want to say? I heard of Elder Scrolls. It sounds really interesting. I kind of like... Emma, I would say like you, you're RPG-ish. You kind of get into that, right? I mean, she is playing Nino Kuni right now, Bill, and she's oh yes, turd-based uh, fighting and stuff. Yeah. I thought you said turd-based. <laughs> turd-based. It's like, hey, don't call. What, what's what's his friend's name with the uh, the lantern on his nose? Mr. Drippy. <laughs> Mr. Drippy. Yes, Mr. Drippy is not a turd. Yeah, I remember uh, watching the game, going, what? What? Why does he have that in his nose? <laughs> Okay, and finally in the Bethesda conference, the big reveal, Bill. And I know you were really looking forward to a new Fallout game. We get Fallout 4. Yes, as Boston you, is the wasteland now. As you watch this video, how did you feel? Were you? I was giddy. It was, it was honestly like Christmas morning to get a new Fallout. Uh, and from Bethesda, no less, because uh, the last Fallout... Uh, Fallout New Vegas was one of those, uh, what would you call it? It w- it was a Fallout game, but it wasn't developed by Bethesda. It was developed by uh, Obsidian Entertainment uh-huh. and published by Bethesda. Oh. And, it, and it just kind of didn't have that uh, depth or coolness that Fallout 3 had. Right. It I still played it. I played it twice. But... I, as opposed to Fallout 3 that I played over 100 hours. Wow. I spent that much time in that world. I was just so enamored with seeing every corner of it and uh, finding all the little Easter eggs like the crashed alien ship and the uh, alien weaponry and stuff like that. So I was I was very invested in it. So I, mean, I was super excited about a Fallout 4. And then, uh, you know, just to be able to spend time in that world again. And then they unveiled the Pip-Boy with the collector's edition. Yeah, God, I wish I had the money for that, but that's you, not going to happen. And you could stick your phone in it where it would actually work on your wrist. Oh, man. I, I You know, I, I played a little bit of Fallout 3 just on Steam. And, you know, I haven't played it very much. I don't even know what the hell to do, honestly. You know, the, to be honest with you, I'm more of a console type gamer. I get a little lost with the keyboard controls. Sure, yeah. Um, I but honestly, you can use the Xbox 360 controller with it. Yeah, I think I did originally, and I was trying to get back into it. And uh, I just need a walkthrough guide telling me what to do in the first part of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You really you need you need a base. You need to have a, a basic understanding of. Uh, the way the combat system works and right. uh, crafting and all that. There's a there's a learning curve on Fallout 3. But with uh, Fallout 4, that might be a good time to jump on, right? Be it with yeah, absolutely. New, new high-res next-generation graphics and all that kind of stuff. They showed the cool video of how the game starts and how you create your character. You can even be a female if you want. Yeah. And it was just really cool. And, and it's very interactive, the design of it, whereas, like, Fallout 3 was just a, a single screen, and then you answered questions from your dad, which was Liam Neeson. Uh, very and, awesome. you know, that's how you chose what you wanted to be. But uh, it's I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and uh, they showed that you can actually build stuff in it. 
kind of like your own uh, like compound. Yeah, there's certain areas that are build sites that you can uh, basically create your own little town. Electricity and all sorts of stuff. Sounds cool. And the weapons, you can construct uh, weapons and improve them and stuff. Yeah. Definitely looks really cool. So I give that five stars just based on I really want to play it. As soon as I watched it, I was like, oh, dude, I do want to play this. Yeah, and it's got a really interesting story, which uh, Fallout 3 didn't really have a great story. Because you didn't spend much time on the story. It was more about exploring and discovering all the side stories. Right. Now, this I did see just in time for, like, the beginning. It seems really cool, except I, it just seems like the story is kind of boring because I've heard the stories of, like, a destroyed future of, like, a war. Or yes, it's post-apocalyptic world. Yes. And, you have to, and then you, and you're the only, and you and with a lot other people are the only survivors. You have to survive. Well, there's, people. like, uh, there's a lot of survivors. Some of them are, like, mutants. mutants. Mutant raiders and stuff. And just, honestly, you know, Emma, I would say this game is not, you're not the audience for it, basically. No, really. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe in, like, five years. Yeah. But they do have, they unveiled this cool, Bethesda was like, hey, we wanted to kind of make a cool uh, phone game, a mobile game, and it was Fallout uh, Shelter. Yeah. And they yeah make- so, like, you're the vault overseer. Yeah, and it's free, too. How cool is that? Yeah, there's no paywall or anything, and you can uh, you can buy loot if you want to, but, but they were very insistent on it not being required or limiting your game if you don't buy it. Right. And it it's not on Android yet, so I haven't gotten to play it, but it definitely looked like something I'd mess around with. It'll be there eventually. So, that was the Bethesda conference. Really cool. The two games that I came out of this were definitely Doom and Fallout 4, the two ones that I definitely would want to play. Yeah. Now, let's move on to the uh, Microsoft press conference, Xbox One. Uh, uh, there's a lot of interesting things here, but they open right out of the gate, Bill, with Halo 5. Yeah, Guardians. And the one thing I noticed uh, upon rewatching it, maybe not the first time, because I was like, oh, it's another Halo game. Uh, that's cool. Because uh, let's be honest, if you're going to play a Halo game, some people like it for the multiplayer. I like it for the storyline. And I bet the storyline's a lot of fun playing through that. But there was no Martin O'Donnell music. It was different. No. Kind of Halo you could music. tell, too. Yeah. And I, when I noticed that, I was like, not too happy about that. But if I were to go through all the games they unveiled, I would say Halo 5. Pretty low on the list of games I'd actually want to play. I gave it three stars. I never even played Halo 4, and I'm a bad, bad person. (laughs) Like, I just... You know what it was? was after Halo 3, it kind of closed out the story of, uh, you know, Spartan... Was it Spartan 171? John John Spartan. Master Chief. Yeah, Master Chief. Uh, And I just... I I was kind of like, okay, I'm done. All right. And I bought Halo 4, but never played it. Wow. Yeah. Maybe you could bust it out and check it out. So wh- I mean, Well, now that there's backwards compatibility on the Xbox One. Oh, yeah, and I was going to get to that. Sorry. <laughs> no, let's go ahead and get into that. What the hell? All right. 
they there was another game they mentioned first, but they announced uh, Vampire Bill, Bill Compton. Yeah. Or uh, what's his name? Something Spencer. Vamp- Vampire Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to look. Phil, Phil Spencer? Phil Spencer, yeah. I had the Spencer part right. So Phil Spencer, he announced that the Xbox One will be backwards compatible and we'll be able to play Xbox 360 games, but not until the holiday season, which I was Unless like, you're a member of the preview program. Yeah, I was like, dude, I thought maybe I could turn it on now and just start playing a 360 mm-hmm. Because let's face it, backwards compatibility is awesome. I really It's huge. I wish it would have had that right out of the gate, you know? I still have my PlayStation 3, the launch PlayStation 3 that had that Emotion Engine chip in it uh-huh. that could play PlayStation 2 games. And that was a huge deal because after the PlayStation, you know, the first model of the PlayStation 3, they took that out of it because it cost too much money. Right. Uh, so there hasn't been another, you know, the Xbox 360 was not backwards compatible, right? Uh, for the Xbox, so it was yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it is. I mean, I have games I have never finished. Once I once I switched out the 360 for the Xbox One in the living room, I never finished GTA 5. I never finished Batman Arkham City. They're just like. Uh, they're, you know, they've been put away. I haven't been able to play them. Mm-hmm. I have this Xbox now. I am never going to play those games. <laughs> yeah, Emma has the 360 in her room, but she's not going to play Arkham City. Yeah, and she's certainly not going to play Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> no, she's no. not. So when they said that, I was like, oh, sweet, I can finally uh, finish those games, you know, or play them at least until I, until I decide, no, you know what, I don't want to play these. <laughs> But I gave backwards compatibility five stars. That's awesome. I I want it now. I think it's cool, Bill. Yeah, I want the goose that lays the golden egg. <laughs> <laughs> so there was another game. It was called Recore. It's this girl in the desert, and she's got this dog-like robot. Robot dog, canine. Yeah. Do you remember this one, Emma? Yes, I do. And this uh, sandstorm comes and it goes away and she's fighting these weird mechanical bug things and her dog blows itself up to save her. And she takes the core of the dog and sticks it in a giant robot. Again, this is just a CGI. There's no gameplay here, I believe. Do we see any gameplay? It's uh, just all fil- movie. Yeah, movie It's just a movie cinema thing. Uh, it does look interesting. I don't know what kind of game it is, but it is from the that Inafune guy. I yeah, uh, K- Kiji, KG Inafune. Right. Uh, yeah, the guy that did Metroid Prime. So it's probably going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, I have a feeling it is. I kind of like the uh, the design on it. It's yeah, it's cartoony, but. Uh, gritty it's it's very interesting looking and this was an xbox one exclusive i think wasn't it it is that that's pretty big it did look pretty cool um now they this ea guy came out to talk about the ea access vault and i wrote down who cares (laughs) yeah i yeah it's it's ridiculous that and that's guy peter moore he was the guy that was the uh was he the second head of Xbox and then left? So, yeah, he was he was one of the guys that came out like Phil Spencer and uh, uh, talked about the thing. And I just don't care. I don't like 
electronic arts in general kind of annoys me because everything they do is motivated by how can we make more money off of the people that are stupid enough to buy this game right now. Right, right. Uh, yeah, totally. Now, uh, what did you think of Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2? I have the first game. I never even put it in my Xbox. <laughs> what about you, Emma? You thought it looked pretty fun. Yeah, I like I like Plants vs. Zombies and Plants vs. Zombies. You uh, like the mobile games. I also like Garden Warfare because it just looks super cool and glossy. And this time you actually get to play as zombies. Yeah, and this is basically a uh, kid-friendly shooter. Yeah. Yeah, a lot like, uh, I guess you would say, like, Splatoon on Wii U. Yeah. So but this like, is a, um, I think it's like a, a like a tower defense kind of system worked in with a uh, first-person shooter. And it's funny, Em and I were sitting there watching this, and I was like, this game would give me a headache in ten minutes. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't want to play anymore. It's just so loud, and there's so much things happening. It looks kind of fun, but... It's so dense. Yeah, it looks like it would give me a headache. I gave it two stars. I gave it four. All right, Emma. Bill, what do you give it? I give it one and a half. Yeesh. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm just... I don't know what it is about uh, the Plants vs. Zombies thing. In fact, I have that uh, that that game on my shelf, and I think it's going to end up in Texas uh, very shortly. Oh, nice. Okay, Bill, I want to unveil another game. <laughs> Forza 6. Uh, Forza. Now, those games, <laughs> beautiful... Look fantastic. Just don't care. Nope. Don't care. It's a racing game. I we gave have it, them. I gave it two stars based on great graphics. Don't want to play it. I have. Yeah, I'm not a gearhead. I don't care about cars. I have Farts of Five, and I've played it a little bit, and Emma's watched me. I swear I looked over, and she was going... It's boring. If you get stuck on the menus where you're just going clink, 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 like upgrading stuff, you realize I haven't even raced and it's been an hour messing with this. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, my car is going to be so boss after this hour I spend (laughs) upgrading it. Yeah. I was generous. Okay. The next game is Dark Souls 3. Dark sucks. What? It sucks. What? Whoa, Emma. Bringing out the big guns. (laughs) Yeah, I uh, I'm not a big fan of the Dark Souls games, but I know the people are loving Bloodborne, which is kind of a, a spiritual successor of the Dark Souls games. Yeah, it's just like um, what is it a dungeon crawler? What kind of yeah, game is it? yeah, it's like a hack and slash dungeon crawler. Yeah, not my bag. I gave it two stars. Yeah, I'll, I'd give it two stars also. Zero. Now uh, the next they talked about Emma, you gave it zero stars. Well. One. Okay. One. one star. She'll give it one for effort. <laughs> <laughs> now, the next one is Tom Clancy's The Division, which I gave, I believe, five stars last E3 because <laughs> I love the post-apocalyptic pandemic type world and you're these guys fighting people. I now downgraded to the four stars, Bill, because... There's none of that. They didn't emphasize any second screen action on your tablet. So they get directed a star for that. But I'm not, I have, I don't think, I think Splinter Cell is the only Tom Clancy game I've played. But The Division, it looks neat, but is it ever going to come out, Bill? Did they give a release date on it? I'm not sure they did. I think I'm going to have to look here. 
I mean, what do you think of it when you look at it? Uh, I see... You know what? I see Rainbow Six in a zombie post-apocalyptic future. You know, Rainbow Six was the the team, uh, like, SWAT team group that would go in and you could tell them to, like, blow open that door or run over there and cover me. And, you know, and it... I've just never been a big fan it's, of those it's games. It's a tactical shooter where you use teamwork to take down thugs and stuff. And yeah. It's going to be released in March 2016. I actually really like Division. It reminds me of Left 4 Dead. It, it is kind of Left 4 Dead where you have a team and you're using... I mean, Left 4 Dead's a little bit more of a first-person shooter type of game. I give it uh, four stars. Four stars? That's oh. what I gave it. What about you, Bill? You know, just for the uh, uh, the possibilities, I'll give it four stars. All right. And so in March 2016, we'll revisit this subject. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they... Uh, let's see if it actually comes out before the next E3. Let's see if they can push three E3s on this game. Rainbow Six Siege. So again, another tactical shooter. Yeah, I gave it one star based on I just don't care. I will only play it if it takes place on a uh, battleship and Steven Seagal is one of the team members. <laughs> awesome. What do you think, Emma? Face stars. It seems really cool. It's actually based off real life, but it doesn't have as many team members as it would in real life. So, face stars. Okay. Makes sense. Now, Gigantic. Do you guys remember that game? Yep. It's like these... Uh, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. It is huge. I'm trying to remember... Let me mute this video. It's like... Uh, oh, yeah. You're like this weird bird man. How it's very kind of cell shaded looking, Bill. Like yeah. an animated movie. Yeah. Uh, it looks really gorgeous and cartoony. But is it another one of those games kind of like uh, Battle Cry? Where it's just a, a team of players all fighting each other with... Creatures. That's exactly what it is. It's five-on-five five, uh, team-based shooter. Yeah. But it's, it's a third-person shooter. Right. And, it, yeah, it's gorgeous and everything, but not my bag. I gave it two stars. What about you, Emma? I gave it four because it reminds me of TF2 a lot because of the art style. But it's super mystical. It, reminds, it also reminds me of Dizzy Infinity. So I gave it four. Oh wow! Yeah, I think this game is perfect for uh, for Emma. You know that 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 audience. Uh, so yeah, I I would give it. I'm going to give it three. Okay, three stars. And the next game was called Tacoma. It was like this cool looking space station game where you're exploring like a mar- an abandoned space station. It looks. I think this is one of those indie games too. Uh, it, but it did. It was first person. You can see your hands in front of you, and you're kind of exploring a space station. Do you guys remember this? Yes. Yeah. What did you think? Does it look like a kind of game you'd want to play? Is it one of those kind of you just see the E3 and go, oh, it's neat, but I'm never going to play this? Uh, yeah. Three stars. I well, yeah. It's Is this from the same people that did Gone Home? Where you, uh, that's like one of those where you just, you go into a house and then you have to explore it and figure out, put the story together uh, on your own. It, it sounds a lot like that. I'm not sure, but. Yeah, and that's basically what this is. You explore this, you know, space station and, and figure out what happened there. So I give Tacoma two stars. Now, the Yeah, I would give it two stars too. 
The next game was another indie game called Ashen. And it looks really stylistic and beautiful. And you're like these face... You're like... Your character doesn't even have a face. Do you remember this, Emma? Yeah. And like you're exploring these uh, caves and stuff. And it, it looks very interesting. It, you know, like those indie games, Bill, they're very artistic. It's kind of like... They're not aimed for mainstream. It's just like, hey, here's our game. Maybe you want to play it. Like they win awards and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> It just it looks very interesting, and uh, based on the, the trailer, I gave it three stars. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, I like the whole sky beasts and stuff like that. So, uh, I'm I'm I'll give this a shot. I like a good action RPG. I thought it was really good. It looks super cool. I, the story was vague yet really intriguing. I love the art style. I give this five stars. Nice. And it's got hairy sky whales. I mean, come on. Yeah. It you've got it you've got to give it credit. In fact, it gets us an extra star for the hairy sky whales. <laughs> now, the next game was developed by this woman who uh she, she made a game starring a blind girl who sees everything through her other senses. And the whole game looks like it's done in watercolor. It's really beautiful. It's called Beyond Eyes. Yeah, even Natalie made a comment that that game looked amazing. It does look amazing. It looks gorgeous. It looks like the kind of game where this will win awards kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of the the game games is art kind of a you uh-huh. know a group where you have Braid and Flower and Journey and uh, Limbo, yeah, stuff cool. like that. So I, I love games like these. Like, when I watch this, I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever play this. This would be kind of thing where I sit on the couch and I'm watching Emma play it or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? Sure, yeah. I give it three stars. Oh, yeah, and Brothers. Do you, do you remember Brothers where you yeah. had to control the two brothers with the two different sticks on the controller? Absolutely. That was that was another great one that was very big on the art. So okay, let's talk about a game called Cuphead. Yeah, this is new to me. I, I was unfamiliar with Cuphead. It almost looks like the old Disney kind of '40s animation. It was supposed to be like that. It's trippy. I gave it four stars just based on how trippy it is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. It reminds me of uh, like a uh, Genesis kind of platformer, right? Mixed mixed with this very very twisted uh, animation aesthetic, like the old Felix the Cat stuff. Yeah, I mean the game is absolutely gorgeous. The animation is fantastic. So I know Wired said that it was the. Uh, the most adorable game, but bru- the most brutally difficult game at E3. Oh, wow. Yeah, it does. There's shit flying all over the screen. Sorry, Emma. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> uh, earmuffs. Uh, earmuffs. It's too late. If I already said it, it's too late, right? Yeah, it's already out. So, let's talk about a game called Ion. It's from the guy who created Daisy. Day-Z. Which, by the way, Bill, I mentioned this to you. I thought the game was called Days. <laughs> these realize. these are the days. I didn't realize it was called Daisy. Daisy, Daisy. So I give this game three stars. 
and wrote... Well, we don't even know what it is. It yeah, was I... just like a packaged person. I wrote three question marks. It basically looks like uh, the uh, Sandra Bullock film um, as a video. Gravity? I think it kind of looks like Gravity, but then it pulls out and shows you the whole universe. I don't know what the hell this game is. <laughs> it's a massively multiplayer online game. So It's a space exploring type it's, of game, I guess. Right? It's yeah. human. It makes no sense. Yeah, it does. I don't understand what's going on. There's no gameplay. It's just a trailer. That's I'm sure we'll hear from it next year. Right. So next I want to talk about Rise of the Tomb Raider. And I know, Emma, you got super excited about this because we played Tomb Raider together. Particularly you play that I watched. Well, Emma, this, you know, I've mentioned this before, Bill. Emma would go, wait, 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 go back, go back. What's that right there? And stuff like I'm that. I'm trying to help you. Wait, set that on fire. I think you can light that on fire. No, you can't light it on fire. It was just <laughs> light it on fire anyways. <laughs> so Rise of the Tomb Raider, it looks awesome. Basically, Yeah, it's beautiful. Basically, you know, we, we all know that it's uncharted Tomb Raider style, right? Well, yeah, even what they showed reminded me of uh, I think it's the second Uncharted, the opening of it where he's on like a, a train and the train there's a train wreck in like a winter setting and you've got to work your way up the side of the train as it collapses around you right. so I was like, I've seen this before but it still looks really good it does, it looks like a, it's going to be a lot of fun Emma and I are going to be uh, yelling at the TV screen and stuff like that. So I gave it five stars. Five stars. This is amazing. It look, the art style reminds me of the original Tomb Raider. And I asked if this was a prequel or a sequel, but it's a sequel because she's finally found her, like a calling in life, and that's adventuring, exploring the entire world. Right. The first game, she kind of becomes the Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah, that one should have been called Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah. really, it should have. And this one, she is the Tomb Raider, but I guess... But I digress. <laughs> Five, Tomb Raider, digression. Now, the next thing they revealed is the Rare collection by the developer Rare, like Conker's Quest. Uh, what else did they do? Banjo and Kazooie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Battletoads. Uh, I thought it was funny to see RC Pro-Am and Blast Cores. <laughs> and I was like, those are games that I loved RC Pro Am oh, on the uh, NES and Me Blast too. Core on the uh, N64. So, what do you think? You want that rare collection? Uh, uh, maybe. Would it be fun for a few minutes and be yeah. like, ah. exactly? It's no different than any of those collections, whether it's the Sega collection or the Midway collection or any of those collections that come out for pre- previous consoles. You get bored with it after a while. I know, totally. I gave it two stars. I kind of would want to play Conker's Bad Fur Day, but then be I'd probably lose interest really fast with the dated references and I stuff. Can't watch yeah, that that's true. Huh? I can't watch that with you if you do play it. It's M-rated. Yeah, it is. That's That was like one of the first M-rated games, and it was yeah. a huge deal that it came out on Nintendo 64 and buy a rare. Like, for Pete's sakes, he's throwing toilet paper at a turd monster. So, yeah. mean, was that in Mario 2? Huh? Wasn't that also a Mario? I don't think so. Yes, he was. What, a turd Mario? <laughs> they probably no. they probably made fun of Mario in the game. No! Oh, yeah, no. I'm sure they did. <laughs> what are you talking about, Emma? Uh, it, I don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, please do, because I don't know what you're talking about. No! 
It's <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah, it's Wilt's memory because, like, it's kind of weird to see a Nintendo game release an M-rated game. Oh, next up, okay. I want to talk about this. Yes, it was pretty sh- rare for Nintendo to do that. This game was c- captured in real time, Bill, called Sea of Thieves. Yes, a and pirate this- game. Wasn't this by Rare? Yeah, I believe it was. And it's absolutely gorgeous. It's very cartoony. But it, I like the way it established it. And there's like, a, you know, the show you're in like a jungle or something. And you hear the beginning of the cool. And then you realize, oh, this is some kind of like pirate thing, right? Awesome. And then you realize you see people with their names over their heads, and you realize this is a multiplayer, multiplayer game. It's a multiplayer seafaring adventure, I guess. Yeah, I, I honestly can't wait for it. I've wanted uh, a pirate multiplayer game for a long time. Yeah, the fact it? that you're just like two ships passing, and then you start blowing each other to shreds with your cannons... Right, and what was that? That there was like an MMO that was a pirate. Yeah, and I don't even know whatever happened to that because we were in the beta. But this game is absolutely gorgeous. The ocean, the way it's splashing against the boat, you can see like a mist, and it looks really cool. I'm really, I really want to see more of this game. They show the skeletons coming to life, and it looks cool. Oh, and you can make people walk the plank, Bill. And there's sharks in the water. I love that the the ocean looks rough too, like really like like violent waves and cannon fire. It looks pretty awesome. That's a really cool trailer. And it said in-game trailer bill. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited about that game. Three stars. Four. Just because I probably won't be good at it, but it looks awesome. Three stars based on the fact that I can't tell if it's a storyline game or anything it is. like that. It's probably just an explore game. It's like probably... Like, is it the same crowd that's going to play uh, Battle Cry? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it, um, it looks like a Battle Cry, but it's it's a huge world to explore. Yeah, I'm so, it's... I hope there's some story to it, too, you know? Story only takes you so far. I remember the old Republic. It's like once you finish, it's, it's just like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Destiny. Destiny. Now the next game is called Fable Legends, where I guess is is this like an action RPG? It looks like uh, like Gauntlet, like a like yeah. a third person yeah. Gauntlet. This was at last E three. Yeah, believe. it was. I, Emma, you were you're excited about this game. It yes. is gorgeous. This is a game I would totally play with you, Emma, if it's multiplayer. <laughs> it looks like a lot of fun. You know, you're fighting endless amounts of creatures, Bill. You have cool swords and stuff. I think you even have some kind of magic you can use. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So I give it three stars. Five. Five stars. Wow. Emma three really stars. play this fable game. Yes, they do. I'm just wondering when the heck it's coming out. Okay. Eventually. Now I want to talk to you guys about something that I, I honestly, 
wasn't expecting to blow me away, but it did. And it was the Microsoft HoloLens demonstration of Minecraft when the guy puts it on the that cube, the table, and then it rises up. And you can see the girl player inside of it and everything. That I was pretty blown away by that, that Bill. That was amazing. Yeah, it, it was pretty amazing. Em and I were both going, whoa, like that was awesome. Especially how she's in the game from her perspective on her Surface tablet. And we can see it from the outside and the camera can even peer in the structure and stuff. That's some amazing technology. I mean, yeah, I'm not really a mic. I'm not a Minecraft player. I know you are, Emma. Yes. I would like to see it implemented with some cooler games, maybe that I would dig, or even I could see real-world applications like X-raying somebody's entire body or something, Bill, for surgery. Sure. Or, yeah. Uh, on bones, they have that holographic table with evidence. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's the uh, CSI NCIS Hololens. Yeah, dude, dude, they are going to have that on procedural shows, aren't they? They yes, they are. Or they're going to just do their own CGI version of it, you know. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I was pretty blown away by it. I'm excited about that technology, and I mean, I know that it'll probably be really expensive at first, but eventually, it's going to be cheap enough for us to own, don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just think it's funny. Like, here's this. I have no idea how much it costs or even if it's you can buy it anytime soon. But can you imagine I buy the Microsoft HoloLens for Emma to play Minecraft (laughs) in her room? You know, she's got like her Minecraft world on her bed, her bed top. You know, that's pretty amazing. It's got to be a toy that doesn't break the bank. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's going to be difficult for some people. Yeah. And also, I mean, other than just the, the, the God's eye view of the Minecraft world and being able to help design and everything, it's, you know, what what else will be there? I mean, I, I know he was playing it on the wall at one point, so it kind of takes away the need for a television, possibly. That's pretty cool. So uh, it's it's got interesting applications. I, I just want to see more of it. Yeah, me too. And uh, I gave that five stars on Wow Factor. I was just like, "Whoa, dude, awesome!" Now, the uh, what do you give it, Bill? I think I, just on the Wow Factor, I'll give it four stars. But uh, I'm waiting to see more. Yeah, at the same time, you're wondering, okay, what do we use this for besides yeah. just being cool? I don't want it to be Connect 2.0. Yeah, no way, no. That's something right away, like Connect. Uh, demonstrations never wowed anyone, I don't no. think. Uh, but this immediately, everyone was like, whoa. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I could you imagine playing like a space type game. That would be pretty cool. Or like a monsters in your living room and you shooting them with a light gun or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You know, something like that. What about you, Emma? I thought it was really cool. If but it doesn't seem like you can actually play your character on it. Yeah, you're just kind of moving the thing around. So, I give it four stars. Wow, four stars. Okay, Emma, you know, she's being very practical about this, Bill. Yeah, I, there's some cool augmented reality applications that could it could use. It'd be cool for, like, a dungeon master playing a, like, there's four players in the map, and you control the map, like... 
why, by standing outside the map and dropping things on them or something. I could exactly like that. But okay, and the final big reveal, Bill, was Gears of War four. How did you feel mm. when you saw that trailer? Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just gearsed out. I don't. I, <laughs> I don't know. You know, they set up an entire new studio uh, for it. Now that I guess Microsoft owns the property, it's no longer an Epic Games property. Right. Uh, so they set up the coalition. Uh, and I, you know, I'd be interested to see where they take it now that uh, the original team is no longer involved with it. I think the last time they were involved with it was uh, Gears of War Judgment. Right. Uh, so, I'm in. Inter- I'm I'm intrigued, but I just don't have the. Uh, maybe I lack the testosterone anymore <laughs> to uh, really care about my massive gun that has a chainsaw on it. I, I don't know. You and I playing the first two games together, and that was a lot of fun. Yes, that was. I have no desire to play the third one or spin-off one i just you know i i if i could play it with you like you and i sit down and play through the game it'd be a lot of fun but it's not anything that gets me all excited the gameplay looks exactly the same no innovation or anything like that yeah that's what i was thinking also like oh so there's a woman on the team now that's their innovation (laughs) yeah like Like this it looks identical you know it's fancier there might be new new monsters right but I, that's that's what they're giving us is new. So I'll wait. I'll wait to be too critical of it until we see more. Right. But just right now, I'm like, eh. So that was the big ending to the Microsoft press conference. I thought overall it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't like, you know, the Hololens did kind of blow me away when I first saw it. But game wise, I would say the thing I was most excited about was already revealed by Bethesda, and that was uh, Fallout 4. Yeah. And Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider, got me excited. So if there's two games that come out of that that I would have to play, would be those two. I was very intrigued by ReCore, but I don't know what the gameplay is like on that game. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm the same way. I... There was a lot of stuff. I think the things I was most intrigued by were the things that actually didn't have any gameplay. Right. It was just kind of like, oh, this will be interesting when I find more. There are surprisingly a lot of games that I really wanted to play. Gears of War I am never going to play, but it actually seems really cool. Yeah, the whole concept of the game is pretty cool. It's kind of violent for you, Emma. I'm not (laughs) sure. But uh, I think, Emma, for you... Christmas 2016, maybe, because I don't know if the game will be out, but Fable Legends for Emma. What do you say, though? Yeah. She'll dig that. Now, the long and uh, t- the long and tiresome EA press conference. Oh, God. They did reveal a new Mass Effect game, Bill. Mass Effect. They did. Dramada. But it looks cool, though. I cannot. Now, Bill, you're a huge Mass Effect player. Huge Mass Effect. Yeah. How exciting is this Mass Effect Andromeda? I have no Honestly, idea. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I All they showed was, you know, the N7 armor. 
Uh, is it new characters? I mean, because Mass Effect 3, it closed out a trilogy. The, you know, there's nowhere to go any further with those characters. Is this a... Is this set in the future? Is this... Well, of course, you know what I mean. Is it set in a time period after the third Mass Effect game? Yeah. Uh, what's new? What's different? Is this, this is an entirely new, different universe. I don't know. I'm, is the idea of Mass Effect on the PS4, though? Well, yeah. I, hell, it's going to be gorgeous. <laughs> I gave it three stars. I never played the Mass Effect games. I wanted to so bad, but I... God, I love those Mass Effect games. Love them. I feel like such a dope for not playing them, but... Hey, I could go back and play the first one on my backwards-compatible Xbox One! Yeah, it's true, and it'll look even better than it did before. So does it upgrade it a little, or... uh... I think so. I mean, it's running on upgraded hardware. I know it's still... It's emulated... You're not playing directly from the uh, the disc. You have to put it in, then it downloads. It can and... definitely remove jaggies. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. so I give that three stars, Emma. Cool space game. I'm very confused. Okay. So. Yeah, it was... It, I played all three, and I'm still very confused by the trailer. I have no idea what they're trying to sell us. What about Need for Speed? Got a new one? You can... Uh, chill out with your homies while beating the cops on the streets, Bill? It reminds me of GTA. Yeah, well, the Need for Speed's been around a long time. It's a street racing game where you drive uh, hot hot rods in the hot, hot streets rods. and uh, the cops try to pull you over. It's the kind of game that I play with your Uncle Eric or something. It's nothing I would play myself or even purchase. Huh? Do you play games with them? Yeah, back in the day, oh, Eric and I would sit and play Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit, or something like that. And yeah, I bought the most recent Need for Speed for the uh, PlayStation Four when it first came out. The Need for Speed Rivals. Uh huh. I didn't. I didn't last too long on it. Yeah, I mean, it's. You know, I'm not a car guy. I mean, no. I, yeah, exactly. Car, if I'm going to play a game, a car game specifically, I want to do crazy stuff with the car. Right. Like, I, I want to be going through loop-de-loops and over, like, jumping yeah. canyons. And you know what I, I did? We did see when Ubisoft did a racing game that I thought looked pretty badass, but we'll talk about that later, that kind of did exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So Need for Speed looks gorgeous. Two stars. They, they showed a Star Wars Old Republic trailer, which I thought was funny, the MMO bill that we played. Yeah, their CGI animated trailers are pretty spectacular, but it's not what the gameplay's like at all. No, no. <laughs> no, I give it two stars. Just don't care anymore. Three. Yeah, I think we we were sold on the game just from the CGI trailers. It was like, could we just get movies like that? Yeah, yeah. Could we just get Star Wars movies that look like these trailers? Yeah, totally. Disney, listen. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Now I'm going to talk about a game that the trailer nearly brought me to tears. It was this little guy, Bill. His name is Yarny. It's a game called... It's a game called Unravel. He's this little red yarn dude. And he can go around the woods and stuff, but... It was very cute. Oh my 
but the music and the Emma, are you okay over there? Oh my Emma? gosh! The music and stuff they played made me just like. Listen, look at the little guy go. Oh my gosh! But right about Bill, I was watching this and I was like, "You can do it, Yarny!" It's so beautiful. Ah! <laughs> What is that, like some kind of little hedgehog? Or uh, I think it's like a... Chipmunk? Oh. Yeah. Well, but it's very gorgeous. Every time Yarny moves, he unravels a bit of yarn, and he's trying to search for a little pendant that is made to help him stop unraveling, which I think is just... Yeah, and they see him, he's dragging a lantern with his yarn in the snow. Car nearly runs over him. Poor reminds, little Yarny. It reminds me of the art of the boy, of the two brothers brothers two brothers yeah yeah that game build brought up brothers yeah yeah and you know they brought out the creator of the game and you can tell he's probably on the asperger spectrum when he comes out you know yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah the guy with the tattooed hands yeah all, oh, come on all these these video game guys they're very intelligent super kind of in, introverted kind of guys right bill yeah uh, did you see the gameplay footage of it yeah. yeah. It looks gorgeous. It does. Absolutely gorgeous. I gave it four stars. Five stars. Whoa, Bill. Yeah, I'm going I'm going four. Just yeah. because I don't I platformers are hard to pull off, but this looks like it could be something special. It does. It just you know what the problem is with platformers anymore is they become too complicated. Right. Yeah. Like what the hell do I do? Yeah, it's like, you know, with the, like, Raymond Legends and stuff like that. It, it got to the point where I was just like, okay, I'm no longer enjoying this because there's too much stuff I have to figure out in order I, to get further. I lose interest. I enjoy platformers, but I do lose interest after yeah. a short amount of time. <laughs> now, I want to be able to finish a platformer in, like, three hours tops. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to have to spend ten, twelve hours on it. Exactly. You know, I just want to play JJ and Jeff from the Turbo Graphics spell. <laughs> yes. Now the next we're, game. We're Air Zonk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next game, the EA brought out again, Plants vs Zombies: Urban Warfare. I give it one stars based on the fact that we'd already seen the trailer, and I don't care anymore. Four stars. I really don't care. <laughs> NHL, EA Sports Games, One Star. At one time, I loved hockey games, lost interest. The guy came out and talked to us about EA's mobile games and their push for different platforms. Don't care, One Star. Um, Mirror's Edge, the parkour game, One Star. While it looks yeah. gorgeous. I mean, yes, it looks gorgeous. And it's a kind of this cool, like, uh, futuristic dystopia kind of stuff where you run on buildings and it looks gorgeous but I'm just I played the first one uh it you know what I felt like I felt like I was playing a slightly more advanced version of Dragon's Lair because everything (laughs) was timing there was Granted, there's some strategy and some some quick reflexes, but in order to really pull off any of the cool moves, like disarming guys or getting across the building just right, or you know, to really flow through the game, it felt very like press button now, press button now, right? Press, you I mean, know, and I, it was boring. 
you never know. I might get into it maybe, but I just it's uh it's not my bag. That's like a rental, a game rental just to yeah. check it out. What do you yeah. think, Emma? It looked really cool. I love the graphics. I, I say we all go to Blockbuster and rent it whenever <laughs> it comes out. It also seems like <clears throat> it also both seems easy and hard at some points, which means I really would like to get it. So four stars. Okay. Now I want to talk about the big reveal, guys. This is the game that made me go, awesome. <laughs> And here's a hint of what it was, Bill. We've activated the uplink. Move on that position. You know what this is, Bill? Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Star Wars Battlefront by DICE. And, dude, it looks awesome, doesn't it? The makers of Battlefield Bad Company. Oh, Bill, it looks like so much fun. Oh, my God. Dude, whenever I saw the gameplay of it, there's like seven minutes of Hoth gameplay from both sides, the Empire and the Rebels. I was drooling. It reminded me of uh, Rogue Squadron. Yeah, totally. And I... I love, in fact, I, the other day when I was cleaning up down here in the basement, I came across my GameCube and like my Rogue Squadron games and stuff. And I was like, oh, um, I, I think I need to hook this up. <laughs> like, I loved those games. Dude. And I never liked the Battlefront games because I felt they lacked depth. Like, they were just like Battlefield with, uh, you know. In Star Wars. And it was boring. It didn't have any real depth. The problem with the Battlefront game, what system was that on? Was that on the 360? The last one? It was a long time ago, right? It was a long time ago. In fact, it was so long ago, I played it on the PC. Okay, the problem I had with it is the graphics sucked on it. Oh, yeah, it was awful. Now the graphics are awesome. Yeah, and they've got all the authentic Star Wars sound effects. When that I when they're running towards the Ion Cannon, and you hear it going like yeah. that, I was like, "Oh, awesome. did you also notice like the effects of the grenades, like the thermal detonators and stuff? The way it would send out like that shock wave, yes. send the guys. I mean, there was all these little touches to it of like. Wow. And, like, inside the snow speeder, it looks just like it's supposed to. Yeah. And you can launch the uh, harpoons and tow cables and fly around. I mean, come on. The hop battle has been in about a gazillion Star Wars games. Yeah. This is the first time you watch it and you're like, oh, man, I'm there. I cannot wait to play this game. I don't. And the fact that they said that there are missions you can do single player and you don't have to do uh, battles and stuff is awesome to me. I mean, yes, I... I mean, this is the kind of game where, okay, I will play multiplayer on it, you know? Just for the Star Warsness of it. Yeah, I can't... I honestly can't wait to sit down and just play this with a group of us. Oh, God, I can't wait, Bill. And I, I don't understand how you become Darth Vader or Luke or whatever. Oh, I think they just threw those in for shits and giggles. Oops, sorry. Do you, think that, do you think that at any time you get to play those characters, or do they come and show up at certain times in the battle? Well, that would be fun, but I mean, technically, in the Hoth battle, that never happened. Luke was right. not was not post 
you know, Return of the Jedi Luke. Yeah. He was flying he, one of the freaking snow speeders. And also, there was no Rodian with a uh, Boba Fett jetpack on. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, there's got to be a little bit of, okay, it's okay. We don't, you know, we're just going to have a badass shooter. It doesn't have to make sense. But that is cool in the trailer where Darth Vader shows up. The guy gets force choked and he's like, holy crap! No. He time-traveled to Empire Strikes Back! <laughs> He's like, I already defeated my father. I'm going to go back in time and kick his ass. All of a sudden, Vader isn't on the Star Destroyer anymore. He went to Hoth. He's there in the freaking snow, man. No, I have a feeling you're right. That was just for the trailer. Yeah, yeah I want to see the, um, the, the, the drone, the droid. I just want to see him running around through the mouse droid through Hoth. I want to play as the mouse droid on Hoth. And get stuck in the I snow. Just, I'm, like, excited about this game. I get five stars. I can't wait to see all the maps. I haven't heard there's Force Awakened maps. Oh, really? That's cool. Nice. Yeah, the Jakku, or whatever it's called, there's going to be a, a map there. Uh, what do you call it? Not a map. A Yeah, do you call it a map? or Yeah, a, yeah a map. Arena, or whatever you want to call it. And that's your map. A map arena. Yeah. <laughs> uh, map arena. Place where you play the game. Hey, map arena. <laughs> what do you guys think? Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, it's really cool. I give it four stars. Four stars? I give it 11 stars. That's one more than 10. I give, Whoa. I give it four because I don't know how to find to those like normal like, shooters. And it, yes. It's going to be totally a run and gun, first person type of... Uh, I don't like those kinds of games. Or not even all of it look first person. It looked like it could jump to third person, too. Yeah, so four stars for me. <sighs> I don't know. If it plays, it has the same controls of Battlefield, Bill. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it will be. Awesome. Five stars. Can't wait for that. Now, that was the end of the EA press conference, and they did end on a great note because I was pretty yeah. bored about all the sports stuff, you know, like sports. sports. It's in the game. Yeah, it's like... Oh. It's a game within a game. EA Sports, it's in the game. It's like, well, it's not in my house because I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll be a sports entertainer, no worries. <sighs> <laughs> do you remember that drop? <laughs> I do. That was Jesse from uh, from Big Brother when he got kicked out of the house. You know, he got evicted, and he go, and he was like, "I'll be a sports entertainer, no worries." <sighs> Yeah, was, we, I still have yet to see him sports entertaining. <laughs> okay, now the Ubisoft press conference that Emma's not allowed to watch because uh, Aisha Taylor drops many F-bombs during this. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed that, Bill? She cussed a lot last year. Hey, too. they're hardcore. Yes, they are. And they revealed the first game, I believe, was South Park. Uh, yeah, what was the, the last one was Stick of Destiny, and now this is... Uh, wait, what was it? Uh, South Park. Oh, wait, it was the Staff or Wand of Truth? Uh, oh, maybe it was, yeah. Wand of... Wand, staff, yeah, something. Well, uh, this one is called The Fractured Butt Hole. What? The Fractured Butt Hole. <laughs> But look, the way it's written is but hole. But hole. W H O L E. So they're being, they think they're being clever, Bill. Are they being clever? They're not clever. They're being juvenile. (laughs) 
It's South Park. Come what on. else is new? Yeah. So and apparently they're superheroes. Yeah, I never played the Stick of Destiny, Bill, or... Uh, oh, yeah, the Stick of Destiny. That was it. The Stick of Truth. The Stick of Truth. Stick I, of gave truth. It, I gave it a one star. <laughs> yeah. Because I've just, you know... So I have nothing against South Park, but I don't want to play this game. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. What do you... Emma, you're not allowed to play no, it, so it doesn't no, matter. No, no, no. Now, For Honor. What was that? Do you guys remember that? You were what was For Honor? It, so I've got to it. watch the trailer to remember. Oh, okay, I remember this. Bill, this was freaking. Oh, the uh, the the medieval thing. This was yeah. Your Vikings, your Vikings, oh, your all cool. sorts of like friggin' uh, battles. You're hacking dudes up. You're in these big gigantic battles with your fellow men. Like it looks like it's, like it's co-op. It's yeah, co-op. it's like dragons and wizards. It, so yeah, much. It's co-op death matches where you're fighting guys to the death, like whole grand armies. The combat looks really cool. Uh, it looks like it could be fun. The art style. So it's uh, the knights, the Vikings, and the samurai. Yes. And it's basically one of those, your group this, of four fights another group of four. This, this, just the overall art style What's happening in the clothing reminds me of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I was going to say that, like yeah, the Templars, but, the Knights. But from what they showed of gameplay, I don't even think there's a story. It's just maps, and you're fighting on them. Ugh. Uh, not really my bag. I'm, I don't like, I honestly, I don't like the whole, I know there's a genre for this. People love this kind of crap, but Hack I like flash. story-driven games, damn it. It's called Hack and Yeah. I'm just, I'm not a fan of, like, the mass mass battles, you know, just no. Like, does it remind you any of, like, uh, the QTEs of Rise, Son of Rome? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So, I gave that three stars just based on it. looked really gorgeous to look at. I'll give it two and a half. All right. And, <laughs> and Bill gives it one. All right. Wow. The next one was The Crew. This... Open world racing game. One star, don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Half star, don't care. All right, so uh, we're big fans of that game. They should <laughs> call it the Furious Crew. And what was this game? It's called Trials Fusion. It was like a cat on a unicorn. Ah. <laughs> so this is um, Trials Fusion is one of those uh, games where you ride a dirt bike and through like a like a track like a. Uh, uh, like an obstacle track kind of a thing. And this is their version of the crazy DLC. I think they called it Awesome Level Max. Right. a fire-breathing unicorn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's it's that with crazy stuff. So what did you think of that? I mean, is it... I, you know what? I played a good bit of Trials Fusion on my Xbox, uh, but it's one of those games that after a while you just get bored. Right. Uh, I There's only so many jumps and, you know, spins and crap. I didn't give it any stars. I gave it three question marks. Three question marks. That's I excellent. Give, I was I like, I'll give that too. I give it five stars of randomness. I like that. I like five random stars. <laughs> All right. So the next game was The Division. We already gave, I already gave that four stars. You know, yeah. we, we want to see more. Four stars. There was a the next one. I don't know how you say it. It's Anno, Anno. 2205. Some Anno? Kind of, some, yeah, 
Some kind of futuristic space type of simulation, I guess, like civilization, maybe, Bill? Yeah, that's a whole series of games, the uh, yeah. the Anno series. Like it. So it's got flying cars, it looks awesome. Yeah, you basically, you, you build your city or your area until you get big enough to blow up other cities. Yeah, raise your city, yeah. and uh, I don't think I have the time to play this, Bill. Seriously. No, those are, the, those are the sort of games I play whenever I'm very, very, very bored. <laughs> you can even develop your resources, Bill. Wow. Oh, so I can develop my own resources. So I wrote, I gave it three stars just based on the trailer, but I think I'm going to demote it to two stars because I will never play it. And that's B-U-T-T, right? But Yes. Okay. Oh, and it, it, get a, it gets an extra star just because it's space stuff, I guess. Oh, all right. Well, that works. Uh, next was Just Dance. With an embarrassing display at the <laughs> conference, and I give it one star. I gave it five. Emma loves the Just Dance frame. Those games can be fun. The Just Dance for the uh, Xbox One's pretty good. Get up and dance! Okay, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, we already talked about that. Gave it two stars. Four. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it looks like, Bill, if you and I played that with, like, a uh, couple other dudes that we knew, and we could sit down and play that for, like, a... You know, stay up all night playing it. It would be fun, but it's just not going to happen. So, I'm not gonna yeah, yeah, exactly. I give it for best because of real life and stuff. <laughs> just because of, real, of life real life. Stuff. <laughs> okay, that sounds 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 good there. <laughs> now the next game actually got my attention because it was called Trackmania Turbo Bell. And yeah. it's this insane racing games where you go on loop-de-loops and go on these crazy tracks. It looks like... like you can build your own tracks. It looks like the the way it makes it look like you're going super fast makes it look even more fun. You know, just like you get the feeling yep. of speed while watching it. Yep, this is the kind of game that I racing game I enjoy. This is yeah. what Forza should have been like. This would be so much fun to play. You can just tell... You could have hours of fun just racing your friends on this thing. Just hauling butt. Yeah, I can't wait. When I was watching the trailer for it where they're, like, flying around in those, like, F1, like, racing cars. And then just hills and loops and dropped in on the track. And, yeah, this looks fun. Yeah, totally awesome. I gave it three stars. Yeah, it reminds me. Anything that reminds me of... How much I love slot cars as a kid, mm-hmm. I'm I'm totally with. Yeah, this would be fun. It's it's kind of game that like all when it's on goes on sale for twenty bucks, definitely scoop it up. Yeah, yeah. seems good. I'm horrible at racing games though. What would you give it, Emma? A three. Three stars, That's and Bill three. will give it. I'll give it four. Nice. It would be fun designing a kick-ass track and then having your friends race on it or something. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be fun. Oh, and Bill, next is your favorite franchise, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. (laughs) 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 It looks like it's moved forward in the future a little bit. Oh, really? Just a little bit more? (laughs) (laughs) It's not another another game that takes place in Renaissance Italy or... uh, This one is like... uh, There's like... Pistols and steam engines, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but the steam, like the. But you gotta give it this much. The CGI intros or whatever are gorgeous. Oh yeah. sure, yeah. So but now this is this is the uh, 
Assassin's Creed during the Industrial Revolution. Yes. Right, yes. And it does look... I mean, the game is absolutely gorgeous. I've never played a single Assassin's Creed. I know Steven loves the last one because he likes... Really? He likes hiding dead bodies and things. <laughs> yes. I, I don't find that surprising that at all. That says a lot about Steven. It, it does. does. I think we should probably fear him now. <laughs> I would. I, I always have. I like hiding bodies. <laughs> but I gave this a three stars just based on the spectacular trailer... Uh, but I've never played... You know, I might like these games. I don't know. They do have grand storylines, right, Bill? In open worlds and stuff? Yeah, they do. It gets a little... I, I, I can't remember the last one I played. Yeah, the last one I played was, I think... Yeah, the third one. And I was just... By the end of it, I was like, oh, um... Yeah, no. Like, it just... The, the story got a little too stupid. Yeah. Like, I would have been able to believe it a little more if it was just up front and what it is. You know, you're an assassin through history, blah, 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 blah. But then whenever you start throwing some uh, some storyline in it about, like, future weird people and, like, time machine sort of stuff, I was just like, okay, I'm done. Thanks. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, call me crazy. I give this five stars. Whoa. That's because she wants to get stabby. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like the story arc, like, remembering, like, memories from past assassins. And the overall beauty looks beautiful. It, it is a gorgeous-looking game. Yeah. No. They've always been good-looking games. Yeah. yeah. The next game is Ghost Recon Wildlands. What you, those lands are wild. Have you ever played any of these games, Bill? Uh, no. What's crazy no, that's about That's another this? one of those Tom Clancy games that I haven't played. It looks like you're when it says Wildlands, you go to these weird, like, out-of-nowhere countries in the desert, and you just kill people, I guess. <laughs> oh. It doesn't The trailer anything. was very interesting, but again, I need, like, a group of friends to play this. <laughs> so it's an open-world game set in South Bolivia. There's a South Bolivia? Um... Yeah, okay. Southern part of Bolivia. <laughs> it's it's kind of like born and raised in South Detroit, the uh, yes. Don't Stop Believing line, when there, there really is no South Detroit. It's <laughs> the southern region of Detroit. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of getting burnt out on the open world games. It has to be really special for me to care. Yeah, I mean, it looks like fun running gun gunplay and stuff, but I don't know. It, it, it too. I give it a two stars. Two. Was yeah, two. Grammar? A two stars. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Close enough. Okay, well that wraps up the Ubisoft press conference. Now let's quickly run over to the hall where they're having the Sony press conference. So Bill, quick, get over there. <laughs> they they better impress me. All right, oh, Sony boy. conference. Bill, I do not own a PS4. Yes. Uh, I wanted. I sat through this wondering if there would be that killer app that would make me want a PS4. Was uh, there? Okay, there were... I'm going to say I was intrigued by a few things. Okay. The first one being The Last Guardian. Yes. Absolutely gorgeous looking game. Yeah, which we saw, God, how many years ago for the PlayStation 3? Years ago, 2012 or something, or longer. Yeah, I think it was longer. It was 2009, wow. I think they said, and it was going to be on the 
uh, PlayStation 3, like you said, and then nobody ever heard about it again. It's because they had nothing to report because they were having trouble getting it to work. Where I think in 2012 they assigned it to the PS4 and they began programming it for that game. Now, will I get sick of a kid going through the whole yes, game? Yes, because I got sick of it. <laughs> but the game is absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's only so so much I can take of the kid, but I am I am intrigued by the large feather chicken dog. Yeah, I just got to hear this kid yell once, Bill. Come on, call your dog chicken or whatever it is. <laughs> dog bird hyena hybrid. What is that thing? Yeah. You'll die! No, no! Hello! I'm yelling Goo-goo. chicken! Hello! <laughs> you go in the poo-poo! <laughs> That thing is frightening. It's some kind of demon dog <laughs> with feathers. <laughs> it's got like broken off horns and it's got chicken feet, but it looks like a dog and it's got feathers. It's still cute. It really should not go to uh, China or Vietnam because <laughs> or, or Korea. But luckily, it towers over them. It would just stomp on them. But it, that's true. It, it, this it, game does look amazing. I have to admit. Yeah, is it from the same people that did uh, Shadows of Colossus? Yeah, Shadow or, of the Colossus and Eco. Eco, Eco, Eco. I never played either of those games, but I remember hearing about them. Yeah, I am um, only played through about half of both of them, and they are gorgeous, aren't they? Just they're stunning th- games. Stunning. Whoa. Yeah, that's a good that's a good description. <clears throat> stunning. Uh, and uh, now here's a question, Bill. Will yes? you will you purchase this game? Maybe later. Stunning. Maybe when it's like on the best hits, greatest hits. Yeah, when it's when it's on that rack at Target that everything is just <laughs> like twenty dollars. Yeah, you're just like you know what? I'm gonna check this out. Finally, yeah, people said good things. What do you think, Emma? It's really good. It's beautiful. I don't really get the story yet, but I think it's like a girl and her pet trying to get home. Or is that a girl or a boy? I think I thought it was a girl because of the hair and the voice. I think it's a, a little annoying boy. <laughs> He's a girl. <laughs> annoying boy. <laughs> that's his. That's his name. Annoying boy. I do. I do love the parts where the you think the kid's gonna fall, but then the tail swings and he grabs onto it. Or your or his beak. That's pretty awesome, don't you think, Bill? No, Woody. I'm falling. It's a boy. We saw his face. Nub nub. Nope, nope. He's speaking Ewok. Yup, nope. Yup, nope. I love it. You do stop before I run out of air. <laughs> I just want to hear the kids yell again. <laughs> the music is so cool. Stop you laugh. I'm going to see my baseball. <laughs> What is this world this kid lives in and everything? I don't know, but it's dangerous. Where are this kid's parents? Dead? Uh-huh. Eli! Eli! <laughs> I think the parents just left. They're like, you're annoying. Can't you Can't you speak English? Oh, it's Chinese! Do you think so? Yes! He's like speaking no. a different oh. language. I, don't, I think this, this is some far-off world. It's, it's Spanglish. 
Yeah, but we cannot deny it's a gorgeous game, and uh, it'll be interesting to see more of it. Now, the next game I was intrigued by, it's very interesting, Bill, and it is called Horizon Zero Dawn. The worst title of a game I've ever heard. Yeah, you know what? When your game has to have a subtitle, it might be a little too much. Horizon Zero Dawn. But well, they, they just wanted to make sure people didn't think it was Verizon. Yes. Better than Hitman. It's, it looks like it's a post-apocalyptic... Again. What, what do you call it? It's not just post-apocalyptic, but it's pre-re... Building of civilization in this yeah. new world, right? Like he's seeing all the like they things. they've got their new technologies and they're basically like uh, hunting off the land and stuff. And it looks like your main character is a girl, which I I told you, Bill, that they really need to work on the character design because it's not that interesting looking. Yeah, like generic. It's very to- generic. In fact, this entire game to me. Although it's gorgeous, feels generic because there was a game a couple years ago uh, developed by Ninja Theory called Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Oh, yeah. Another that was uh, <laughs> yeah. Odyssey to the West. Odyssey to the West, and it was um, based. It was a reimagining of that Journey to the West, that old Chinese book. Right. Uh, and it was uh, Andy Circus. Uh, was the motion capture and voice of the guy, and uh, it was written by Alex Garland. Oh wow! Uh, on, you know, and it, it's a great game, but it's it's this you know strange future where everything has been overgrown and the enemies are all mechanical. Oh wow! So the entire time I'm watching this trailer, I'm going, "This looks like something I've played already." Right. So I was I was very underwhelmed by it because I really I really really liked uh, Odyssey. I thought it was a or enslaved sorry enslaved Odyssey to the West. It was it's a fantastic game. Emma would love it for the Xbox three or Xbox three sixty. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I was just I was very underwhelmed by it. Yeah, I mean I think it's kind of neat the like uh, weird mechanical animals type stuff, but. Definitely have to see more. I like the idea that you hit them in the glowing spots, you know. When it's, you're, it's you, kinda, I like the idea of capturing a, a you know, killing a gigantic T mechanical T Rex. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, but then it's like, well, where did these come from? Where did these were these built by uh, the the shit? What is it? Control. North Central Positronics? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I just thought the girl, you know, she's got, like, the animal skins on, and she's like a jungle warrior or something. I don't know. But they need to make her look less generic, more uh, more interesting is what I'm saying. She already looks interesting to me, like a, like a, like a person who is interested in Native American culture and decided to act like them. I love that Emma just said that, because all I could think of was uh, that she looked like... Um, Oh, the the girl in uh, Dances with Wolves um, stands with fist. She right. looked Mary McDonald. <laughs> yeah, very look like very Nicole. Mary McDonald. I thought she looked Nicole Kidman ish and even uh, Lena Headley. Yeah. What was that game called again, Bill? Odyssey. What? Odyssey or uh, Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Yeah, you should you should look at the trailer for it and and tell me if you're getting the same same vibe. 
That's a gameplay. It oh, does cool. look like kind of like uh, Indian native. So it's like post end of the world, the old ones kind of thing. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it does kind of look like that. Yeah. And it's there's the girl, you know, the redheaded, you know, tribal girl, redheaded stepchild. Yes. Of, of tribes. So I gave Horizon three stars. What about you, Emma? Uh, three and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'll stick with three. You know, it does have another girl character, Emma, so that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. I, would, I, I yeah. definitely play that, uh, you know, if it gets cool reviews and stuff. You never know. Sometimes you see these things, they look neat, and then it comes out and nobody cares or it just kind of sucks. Mediocre. So the next game is Hitman, a new Hitman game. I've never played a single Hitman game, Bill. Neither have I. But this one, it looks like what they're saying is you can kill somebody in a number of ways. You could go... Stab him. You could stab him. You could poison him. You could drop a chandelier on his head. You could crash a car into him. You could plant a bomb and blow him up. You could drop an anvil. So it's an open world (laughs) assassins game. And uh, I can't believe they made a movie out of this with Tim Oliphant, by the way. <laughs> well, they're making they're making new movies, and the new movies it looks like is this same. It looks like the same guy. Oh wow! Yeah, what was it? Hitman yeah, twenty fifteen. Freaking games! I don't know anything about them. So Hitman sounds simple and boring. This is the kind of game where, like, if I had one of those, what do they call it? It's like Netflix for games, Bill. What is it called? Oh, Gamefly. Gamefly. Like, I would try out Hitman. Yeah, know? it's Rupert Rupert Friend is the guy that plays Agent 47 in the new... It's just called Agent 47. He sounds like somebody would be my buddy. He's a good guy. Rupert Friend. I know he's in <laughs> Homeland. He plays Quinn in Homeland. It's a better Peter name than Rupert Enemy. <laughs> yeah, I really... Or, or Rupert Badman. Rupert Frenemy. Like, I sometimes like that guy. Sometimes I hate him. <laughs> So I give this game, this game does look gorgeous. It said it was in-game graphics, the whole animated part, Bill. Nice, yeah. In-game engine. Uh, two stars. Two stars. Yeah, two stars. Street Fighter Five. Don't stars. care. Two stars, don't care. Don't Three play stars do games. care. How many? Three. Three stars do care. No Man's Sky, five stars. Want to play this game badly, Bill? Yeah, I just want to play it already. Stop teasing me. What is it? No Man's Sky. That's the one where you could explore the entire galaxy. Oh, yeah. Four stars. And uh, you can name, you know, you get dibs on it if you discover it first. It has your name on it. Right, Bill? Dibs. Yeah, dibs. Is it it an open world like other players are there? Yeah, I think so. That's pretty amazing. There's some aspects of it that I am cautious about Mm -hmm. this is what it is they're okay they've already said there's this is an exaggeration a billion different planets how close will they all look to the same yeah and will all the animals look similar on all the planets and i mean i know it's about exploration or will they just be different colors yeah like the same animals with different colors yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering, while the aspect of finding your own planets and discovering them and kind of you're mining for materials and you're building bigger ships and stuff like that, that's neat. How quickly will it all start to look the same and you get bored with it? That's yeah. what I worry about. 
Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, that's I, pretty much every every misgiving I might have about it. But I am a sucker for space stuff and having my own ship and flying wherever I want. You love sci-fi. Yes. So I give it five stars. If I owned a PS4, I would definitely buy this. I would make sure that this game arrived in my mailbox the day, it, the week it came uh, out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. So five stars. Uh, three. Three from Emma. She's not yeah, as sold on it as we are, Bill. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sold, and I'm still sold. I can so totally, I'm kind of sold. I can see Emma watching me play this going, play something else. Play something else. She starts snoring. <laughs> okay, the next game was... Was it a game? I don't know what the heck it is. It's called Dreams. Oh, yeah. Everything looks like it's a claymation movie. It's, again, absolutely gorgeous. So many of these games are just absolutely gorgeous. Am I right? Rarely do we now get ugly games. But this thing looked like you could make your own... Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Merry New Year kind of uh, <laughs> special bill. You could, Merry New Year! You could make your own Davy and Goliath. Or yeah, it's reminding me of like uh, Little Big Planet, and there was a game on the PS Vita called Tearaway. I think, is this the same guy who does the big Little Big World? Oh, oh okay. I love that. I love and that uh, it looks very interesting. I say the same guy. I know one guy doesn't make the whole game. Yeah, the team. Yeah, the oh, team. Cool. But it looks very interesting. It, yeah, I want a Little People Big World game. I want to know if I got this game, could I make my own Pixar style movie? You it's know, possible. Greatness awaits. <laughs> okay, now the next game is called Firewatch. And I did think this was interesting looking. It's all done from the first person perspective of a park ranger. Did you see this, Bill? Yeah, it was the uh the Jellystone game. Yeah. Where you're, you're Yeah. And it looks like it's comedic, it's kind of funny, and the graphics are nice, but there's a part where she's like, uh, you're not in your tower? Then who is? Or she whatever. Sounds more than it's like you're solving a mystery at the same time, right? It's really Yeah, cool. and it looks beautiful. Oh it, it does. The, all the lighting turtle. and the they make sure to show you the life in the wilderness, like a turtle and the bird. Yeah, and I'm going to chop some roots and look at trees. Yeah, and you've also got a mystery you're trying to solve. It looks really cool. It looks really good. It's got the guy who played Harry on the, the last person Mad to Men. Oh, yeah. Uh, somebody cut the comms. What? I'm out here, and the wire is cut clean through. Wait, you're already there? You're not in your tower? No, I'm not. Then who is? Dun, dun, dun! Oh. And that's interesting. It's, uh, I gave it um, four stars. Five stars. Oh, wow. wow. This is really Look cool. You, Emma. It seems really cool. Exploration, mystery, all the things I love. All right. <laughs> that's, good, that's good to know. I like yeah, I'll that. give it four stars. And they could work for this company and sell the game, Bill. Oh, they, told, should, they should have put her on stage. Now, the next game is, okay. Uh, uh, just, just so you know, I gave it two stars, but it's Destiny. The Taken King. Someone took him, and I don't know where he is. <laughs> Who comes up with these titles? And, you know, I wanted to find the... Um, 
I don't know if you noticed this, Bill, but the E3 guy who walked out on stage. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just listen to a second of this guy. This guy's very confused. This shit just never gets old. <laughs> hey! It's fine. So last year on this very <laughs> stage, our partners at Activision and Bungie shared an incredible vision for Destiny. Okay. Yeah, it's totally rocket, dude. Destiny was the kind of game we had in mind for PlayStation from the get-go. Ah. One that would help define the next generation of games. And Destiny, Destiny launched last September and quickly became the biggest launch of a new video game franchise ever. And then lost it. Yeah, but it was totally disappointing because you did the same thing over and over again. <laughs> and the, and so, the story. Oh, hey, I've got a second part to this mission. I've got to play through the first part again. Oh, right. wait, I just got to the third part. Now I've got to play the same thing backwards. Hey, what happened to Peter Dinklage? Why is he gone from the yeah, game? Yeah, why, why, that wizard came from the moon. Yeah, I just, I've lost interest in Destiny. I'm done with it. I'm not going to pay $40 for this expansion when it comes out, Bill. Creative Which, is it $40? It's 40, wait, what? I think it's $60 for other people. It's $40 for people who... Uh, have already bought the other two expansions or something. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Oh, Destiny, you've disappointed us so much. Why? So, Why? Assassin's and they've Creed. pretty much just completely abandoned what made Destiny look interesting to us in the first place. Yeah, yeah. If you go back and watch that old E3 video where they got the three guys on stage and they're playing it, and they're like, hey, let's go through here. And it just makes it look like a cool... Kind of fun theme park kind of thing. Then you talk and about it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the game for a while, but I realized that we weren't given a, a complete game. Yeah, and now it looks like World of Warcraft in space. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's like the whole mythological stuff, and it, it's just like lightning bolts and I'm ready, fireballs. I'm ready and, for something else, you know, a different it, kind of gameplay. Yes, yeah. Emma? The lore is creative and interesting. The right. story seems really good, but that is just ignored because of all the repeating. Yeah, there's there the storyline. Once I finished that storyline of, there wasn't much of a storyline. It's very thin, and I ran out of missions to do. And you just have to do daily things over and over again. It's yeah. like you're like, wow, why am I playing this? It Ugh. becomes a job with no reward. Yeah. yeah. Forget it. I'm You're done a slave. With it. Yeah, I'm a. I was a slave. You're, you're a slave, Jason. Your been, daughter just informed you that you're a slave. <laughs> I, I've been freed, though. I'm free from destiny. Freedom. Okay, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. We already uh, talked about that. Five. Uh, three stars for me. Bill gave it one. I think one. Yeah. Final Fantasy Seven remake, guys. No oh boy. I know a lot of friends that are just over the moon about this because Final Fantasy 7 holds a very close, yep. you know, spot in their heart, but sister, uh, I played it when it came out, and it just bored the heck out of me. I remember people being like, oh, I cried so hard when so-and-so died, and you I was just like, oh, I'm thank not, God that character's gone. I've never been that turn-based RPG guy, but I bet Emma might love it. I bet you she will. I heard that a lot of people really like this game, but I was watching a live stream that isn't live anymore. It was. We get what you're saying. It wasn't live anymore. It was just a video where I watched. It's live to tape. Yes. <laughs> where I watched three people. <clears throat> three YouTubers I watch 
react to the E3, and they were, and not a lot, and not really them were excited for this because with a remake, this isn't just remaking the game with better glossy graphics. You can change a lot of things. Right, right. They're can, they're gonna trick it up. Which can make the see, which make the story both interesting and boring at the same time. Right. So I don't really know what to expect. They also unveiled Final Fantasy Worlds or something. It looks adorable! With these cute little... It looks adorable! What do you call those, Bill? They call them, like, super deformed characters or something? They're so Oh, cute. I, I don't know. Well, they're you know, so we've cute. heard that term before where they're all squished. <laughs> they look like oh. tiny squished down oh runts or something. I don't know. I would love to play Oh, like the, like the, kind of like the vinyl doll character type things? Yeah, but, yeah, where they have giant heads and tiny bodies. Kind yeah. Of. That's something I would That's say. not something I get into at all, but I, I can see Emma liking it. Uh, they showed a bunch of, like, independent games, Bill, that look neat. I don't know what any of them are. But, okay, here's the big thing I wanted to talk about. Yu Suzuki walks out, and he announces Shenmue 3, but not that the game is finished and coming out. He announces that there's a Kickstarter for Shenmue 3, Bill. Yeah. And then the thing breaks. It has a set of Guinness Book of World Records for the quickest uh, raised million dollars or something like that it's for a video game. Checks. Yeah. But now it's over $3 million and I think they're pushing with stretch goals to $5 million And people have wondered, how are they going to make a video game for that much? It doesn't seem like enough. Because the original amount he wanted to raise was $2 million. And what I understand now is that Sony is going to actually help. Oh. Of course they are. This is a this yeah. is a a genius marketing ploy, and they're kind of testing the waters. Like, how many people is are still interested in this game? In Shenmue, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it. Uh, did you see I, that? <laughs> did you see that video I posted on? You haven't had a chance to, but it was like back in two thousand. Three or something. I or this guy walked around asking random people on the street the <laughs> same questions that. that Ryu asked. And Shenmue. have you seen any sailors? Yeah, he asked people, and they're like, uh, uh, no. "No," and they want him to go away so badly. <laughs> yeah. The video was so funny, but um, I when I got the Dreamcast, Shenmue is a game I must. It was like I must have this game. It's like open world. It sounds so incredible. And I was really into it. I thought it was cool how you could buy little trinkets and toys at the store and stuff. Or play the arcade. Yeah, yeah. You could play Space Harrier in the arcade. And it, when In actuality, the game was very monotonous. <laughs> oh, my God. It was insanely monotonous. You would, ask, you would have to go around asking everyone the same questions, hoping that someone huh? would tell huh? you something yeah. that was helpful. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Maybe you should talk to so-and-so. We haven't seen Lon D. Yeah, yeah. And then there was, like, go to the tattoo parlor. And you would go there, and it's closed. Have you seen any sailors? <laughs> <laughs> you would have to wait till this friggin' tattoo parlor opened in order to move the story along. A tattoo Or there was some parlor. really annoying kid you had to talk to. Yeah. or Like, hey, it's just, I found a kitten. Oh, let me help you. Let me help you with that kitten. Adorable. And then you then you drop kick it. For this, out of nowhere, there would be quick time events of like a a ball flying at your head where kids playing soccer or something, and you'd have to go beep 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 beep, and so you would dodge the 
the ball like it would kill you or something. <laughs> or race a forklift. A baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. Baseball you would, you got head. a I job died. on the docks and you actually raced forklifts. And that part of the game was actually fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> but, but you um, had to play through about 10 hours of boring to get to that part. 10 hours but of I have this nostalgic affection for it. And I totally sure. would want to play Shenmue 3. I'm bummed out I never got to play Shenmue 2. Yeah, I think I have Shenmue 2 for the Xbox. Yeah, the original Xbox. I could probably uh, watch a playthrough on it on YouTube and get m- 10 minutes into it. <laughs> God, so many sailors. <laughs> I haven't seen any sailors. There's a sailor there. So anyway, I give it five stars. I was going to donate money. Maybe. $5. No, you weren't. Well, for the $29, or was it 26 or 29 you get the game when it's done. That oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. There was one bill for $10,000. You get Ryu's jacket, the one they modeled on after the game. Oh, it's really cool. So they they take it out of the game and give it to you? No, they actually used it as a real model on the Ooh. guy oh, the guy who did the fighting and the body mocap. Yeah, and you get to have dinner with uh, Yu Suzuki. And guess what? People paid all those. Someone yeah, three did. backers. They seriously will pay for a jacket. And someone's getting the jacket, too. Wow. So five stars. Okay, the next was Arkham Knight. It was kind of this shocking thing where you see Joker being cremated. The last. Spoiler for the last game, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Joker died in the last game. Yeah, I know that now from this trailer. There was this creepy scare. By the way, in Arkham uh, Asylum, the first game, I hated all of the scarecrow crap. Oh, where you had to, like, run through the nightmares? Yes, I hated it so much. Yeah, I died so many times on those. I'd be like, can we get back to the regular game? I hate (laughs) this. This reminds me of um, the the, the shooting game where you do bullet time, Bill. What's that called? Max Payne? Yeah, Max Payne where you're stuck in the nightmare. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm not really as familiar as with Batman, though I do know a lot. This is the last in the Batman trilogy. Apparently. There will be more. Come yeah, on. probably. Oh, yeah. There's going to be more. There's going to be prequels. Ar- Arkham Knight does look gorgeous, and it looks like it would be a lot of fun, possibly. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I love the, the Batman games, at least the Batman games that Rocksteady made. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'll give this one yeah. a shot. It's, <laughs> you, What's that, Emma? For Ninja Turtles? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Bebop is right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> They're totally designing games now, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love him. Isn't it yeah, great that Emma brings that up? That's so great. <laughs> but yeah, uh, when I see the, I have to admit, when I watch the commercials to this, <laughs> I'm like, I would totally play this Batman game. It definitely looks awesome. Yeah, it looks like a ton of fun. Now, next they did a whole thing on the Morpheus, Project Morpheus. Uh, Can they just release it already? I want to play Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what the... It's virtual reality for the PS4. I don't know anything about it. By the way, does... Is anyone developing anything for that damn PS4 camera? No. Or was it just like this kind of cool neat thing. thing when it's a it's uh, the playroom, you know. I think that's the only thing I've ever loaded up with it that stupid camera Rift. that's sitting on top of my TV. Yeah, Project Morpheus is the Oculus Rift for Sony, Emma. It's virtual reality goggles. And it looks cool and everything. I'm intrigued, but uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, Until there's games. I did watch this thing, Bill. It was on um, 
I think it was Polygon. They said, like, now here is the virtual reality game I want to play, and it's called The Lesson, where you're, like, on this this cool beachside house with this blonde girl, and she's teaching you uh, how to play guitar or something. I don't know what it is, but it's basically, they said, you know, you can't fool us. This is virtual girlfriend. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so you're girlfriend. basically hanging out with this blonde girl on a beachside house, and everything's gorgeous, and it's a sunny Wait, what day. Kind of girlfriend? And she's just sitting there talking and stuff, and but, it's just like but, an intimate but, but, virtual but, but, reality but, but, game with a girl. But what kind of girlfriend? Just a friend. Just a friend. Yay! She's not a mean girl or anything. <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about that. So, I wrote here, Call of Duty, they reviewed a new one. And by the way, Call of Duty, Bill, now Sony exclusive. Yeah, how about that? And not a timed exclusive. But, you know. And I wrote here, Bill, Call of Duty games are rentals. Oh, God, yeah. And the guy that was talking about it, like, the Call of Duty guys are just so, like, machismo douchey. They didn't like, say anything about a dog, though. <laughs> no, they didn't. There's no dog in this one, sadly. Uh, oh, boo. Uh, but I'm not a Call of Duty player. I just don't care. Me neither. And I don't yeah, care about neither. Disney Infinity games either. I do. No, I really don't. I mean, granted, I would love to uh, play with uh, uh, Kanan and Ezra and yeah, all the... I- the idea I get, it's neat, you collect the figures Star and then you can have them in the game, right? Is that yes. how it works, Bill? Yeah, yeah. And Emma Like you you put the character on the on the like the plate oh, that comes with it and it shows up in the game. Right. I mean that's a neat idea, but I'm forty three years old. Yeah. Okay, so they also Star Wars Battlefront, five stars, Uncharted Four, Bill. Yes, God. That gameplay footage was amazing. Yeah, Naughty Dog really knows how to make a uh, adventure game. And by the way, not just the action on screen, the f- witty repartee between the two characters was fantastic. Yeah, between Nathan Drake and Sully. It was great. I, I love those games. I've never I just, played the second one, Bill. I, yeah, you know, I still have the third one to play. So uh, I'm either going to have to hook up the PS3 or they're going to have to come out with backwards compatibility for the PS4. Yeah, well, I guess right now you could play games if you're a member of the PlayStation whatever store, right? PlayStation Plus? Yeah, yeah. Can't you play it that way? Or Maybe. I don't know. I'll have to look. So I know we've nearly been doing this two hours, but I want to quickly talk about the Nintendo conference. Yes! Mm. Now, first of all, I wanted to say uh, before on the Sony thing, the game that makes me want to own a PS4 is definitely um, Uncharted 4. And No Man's Sky. Those yeah. Are like, I'm, it's going to drive me nuts when No Man's Sky comes out and everyone's playing it and discovering planets. And I'm like, I don't have a PS4. Now, okay, let's talk about the Nintendo conference. Yes! Let's, let me preface this by saying that Nintendo is right in Emma's wheelhouse. Will we agree yeah. with that, Bill? Emma yeah. loves Nintendo. She loves watching YouTube videos of people playing Nintendo games, right? And Minecraft. And Minecraft. <laughs> when the Nintendo conference opened and all of, like, Shigeru Miyamoto, the, that Reggie guy, they're all puppets. Muppets. Oh, yeah. Were they Muppets? Was yes, that Jim Henson? Yes, they were Muppets. Henson they were Muppets. Oh, wow. Those were Jim Henson creations? 
They got paid a lot of money, didn't they, Bill? Yeah, the Children's Television Workshop. Yeah, that was... Really? So anyway, they did look good. The puppets... The Muppets look good, Emma. Not my bag. No. (laughs) I was like, are they really... I was waiting for something to come from it. Like, what... Everything that they do is... Basically, we're not playing ball with you guys. This is our own thing. We don't do press conferences. We do digital events. Yeah. Star Fox Zero. I And you know what the worst thing about their digital event is? Is it just goes on and on and <laughs> on. We had the same problem last year where they went to a place where you could buy yarn so that they could show off one of their... Yarn games. It actually seemed really short. Okay, Emma, she it, was eating it up with a spoon bill. Yeah, I I couldn't wait for it to end. That's okay. I I don't mind Star Fox. Like I I bought the uh, the Star Fox sixty four remake for the three DS. And because, I always wanted to play Star Fox, but I never had a Nintendo to do it. Yeah, I mean it's not a bad game. This looks really interesting. I I, I it's nice that they they held the original aesthetic it you know there's some it, they I, trick it, it up a bit fun, how you use the controller to aim or whatever sure but the graphics didn't look spectacular did they no no it looks it looks like the upgraded version of like the polygon it nintendo 64 graphics it looks like they they actually look like the version of the in smash brothers brawl it, it, but it's this is what i'll say about it it looked like it'd be fun to play yes you can turn into a walking robot and stuff Barrel like that. Roll. Now, Amiibos, that's basically their Disney right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's and that's remote. turned into a disaster of uh, people buying them and hoarding them and, like, people not being able to get the characters they want. So it's like and Beanie Babies where people are hoarding them? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, like... Uh, it's just another cash stream for Nintendo, you yeah, know? Yeah. It just they're, Apparently, they're making a money off of it, too. Yeah, they're making a killing. So how long before Xbox does one of those, too? Like, hey, you can buy these figurines of... Uh, Next year. Of, they uh, don't have the, the, the characters to do that. What You yeah, know, Master know. Chief? You have to... Have, like, that's one thing Disney, they have characters coming out of their butt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Literally, they poop characters. <laughs> Nintendo, they have characters coming out of their butts. Uh, Zelda Triforce Heroes Emma, on the 3DS. How many stars? <laughs> Did you just start clapping? <laughs> How many stars, Emma? Four. Four stars, okay. The One thing that's cool about that, this three-player game, Bill. Like, yeah, it is. It, it, looks, yeah. it looks cool. It reminds me of... Uh, there was a Game Boy game, a Zelda game called Four Swords... Mm-hmm. And that was a uh, a, a co op adventure. Four that was Sword? back whenever you had to connect the Game Boys together via a cable. But no, it's a Legend of Triforce. That's the sequel. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, it's oh okay. Nice. Swords, except mine's the purple one. Very cool. So Metroid Prime Federation Forge. I read people actually going, WTF? <laughs> like uh, they're like, this isn't. The Metroid game we want. Why did you make this? Kind of. Yeah, it's some sort of cooperative no gameplay, and it looks weird. Yeah, there's no Samus Aran in it, or story for that matter. They also made a sports game out. There could be a story. They also made a sports game out of it. 
that's just an addition, I think, right? I don't care. Uh, what were you saying, Bill? I don't I don't care. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't saying anything. I was just it just looks weird. Yeah. There was also I mean, during this digital event I was they showed a lot of Japanese games where I was like, What is this? Yeah, Fire Emblem. Yeah, what is, the heck is Fire Emblem? They showed uh, it, both they showed both trailers for Jap- Japan and America. It's like a three D S game where is it like just turn-based strategy or something? Yeah. yeah. It's also and then, sort of RPG-ish. Okay, what the heck was Fee? Or it's like F-E. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know what that was? Fee. Fee. Did you guys? <laughs> it looked crazy. It was like... Um, it was... It looks all animated, like a cartoon. It was Japan. It was Japan. Uh, Japan animation. Uh, Animate? Yeah, it's like, it's, is it a singing game? What is this thing? I have, I have, I have no idea. It's so, commercials for Japan. It's it commercials looks, for Japan for pop stars. And one game that I always thought had an interesting name, but I've never known what it is, it's Xenoblade. Xenoblade. Do you know what Xenoblade is? Oh, Xeno. No. Um, it's a Scientology-based... <laughs> <laughs> RPG. It's an open world RPG. Xenoblade Chronicles. I mean, they look neat. It looks like it's in a sci-fi universe with uh, uh, manga-style stuff. It's very Japanese. Yeah, very Japanese. And then, okay, Emma, I'm not giving stars to this because they all have just question marks next to them. Let me see. Let me see. No, wait. Faye Mirage, question mark. I give Xenoblade Chronicles two stars based on its sci-fi Japanese stuff, but Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. Five. Five stars. I think think all my Animal Crossing... I think every one of my Animal Crossing Village is dead because I haven't played it in probably three years. There's just carcasses. They're just carcasses. They're bones at this point. There's flies. There's there's weeds everywhere. There's flies. There's bones. Okay, we saw this Nintendo game last year at E3, and Bill, you and I went on a rant about yarn games, but (laughs) Yoshi, Wooly World. I will say it looks cuddly and adorable, and the Japanese lady who made a bunch of yarn Yoshis for the office or whatever, she got to talk about it. It looks like a cute game. I love the amiibos for it. They have Samus and Mario modes. Which see, can so you see, funny. Bill, if I had the disposable income, Emma would have all these amiibos. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll pick you up an amiibo, Emma. Yeah. What would you have? What character if you could have right Kirby. now? Kirby. Kirby. Do you nice. Kirby? Yes. Okay. I went up to Kirby plushie. And I was already wondering where Zelda was, but they showed no Zelda on this. There thing, was Zelda. no Zelda. There there was Zelda, you know, the 3DS game, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about We're talking the, about hardcore Legend of Zelda Wii U. Remember last E3 they showed a video and it looked amazing. Isn't it? And it turns out Reggie said we Showed it then because we thought it would be out in 2015. Now that we know it's not, there is no point in showing it at this E3 because it's not okay. coming out this year. All right. So well, at least he was honest. Yeah. So yeah. 2016 maybe. But that was like the one game that was like would make me want to own a Wii U. Yeah. Besides, just Emma would want to play games. Wait, you're not. You're not. You're not big on Mario Tennis Ultra Smash? <laughs> <laughs> I 
New Mario or, Sports game. Or what about Mario and Luigi Paper Jam? Where you yeah, can, Mario Craft like, Paper. It was like oh there's my, like 16 Marios in the game, or it's it's, it's it, it was the match it's Minecraft Mario. It was the mashup of Mario Mario Luigi and Mario's Dream Team and Paper Mario. Yeah, see, you understand that stuff. I'm like, huh? see, I I, I think. It the the Mario and Luigi Dream Team came with my 3DS, uh-huh. and I've never... I played it for like two minutes and went, okay, yeah, no. I mean, yes, it does look cool if I was into that. It looks gorgeous and crisp and well done. Same with Super Mario like, Maker. Like Bacon. Bill, Super Mario Maker, we talked about that last year, too. They Has it come out that. yet? Think it's finally going to come out this year? Yeah. No. Um, no. <laughs> It's again. It doesn't get me excited, but Emma, I could see you being totally into it. Yay! So that was the end of the Nintendo conference, and I honestly was like, "Huh? Where was Zelda?" And it cut back to the IGN guys. They're like, "Wow, no Zelda. That's bad." You know, they're like, "This is." They're not even trying. Yeah, they're not playing the same game as everybody else, which is fine. I'm just saying, are you enticing me to buy your products, Nintendo? No, they're not. Me. What about you, Emma? Yes. <laughs> and what about well, you, Bill? It, uh, they're draining parents' wallets and bank accounts. But no, for me, no. <laughs> These amiibo dolls. Okay, before we go, guys, I would just want to quickly mention the Square Enix conference. Um, long, boring, lots of guys who don't speak English. No, don't. <laughs> but they revealed Just Cause 3, Bill, which looked positively amazing yeah it's i really i enjoyed just cause 2 i never finished it never you know it's some point with those open world games there's so much to do you get sidetracked you end up not finishing it much like grand theft auto 5 it looked like insane like just you could destroy anything you want in the yeah that's what the game turns into like you you get totally sidetracked you're like okay i want to jump from a plane with my wingsuit, crash through a building, do a barrel roll into another car, take that car off of a jump across the canyon, jump out, fly down, land in a boat. Like, it's just, yeah. it's like a, it, it's like one of those Rube Goldberg devices of gaming. Sometimes in these uh, conferences, they show a trailer and people start going, woo, 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 and you're like, what? What am I missing? What am I missing? And they showed near or N I E R far. People are like, woo! And I was like, what is this? I have no idea what this is, but people were excited about it, Bill. Well, it was a game that came out for the Xbox 360 back in uh, 2010. Oh. Uh, so I'm guessing this is, is it near two? It's, yeah, near two. Near two. Far. <laughs> and it's, it's, it reminds me of like uh, Grover. Near far. Remember that? Yeah. Far is the. I have that T-shirt. This is near. <laughs> so I was like, okay. This is far. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a very Japanese game again, Bill. Yes. So I gave that three question marks. I gave that two stars. So we have Rise of the Tomb Raider, five stars. They introduced this cool, it looks like a Tomb Raider mobile game that looked gorgeous. Lara Croft Go. 
And it looked just like Monument Valley, yeah, but with Lara Croft or something. Oh, okay. And then there was uh, Hit... Uh, no, wait. Uh, Hitman Go. No, no, no. That was an old game. Okay, Lara Croft Go is what it's called. Uh, Final Fantasy Remake, Kingdom Hearts, Bill, and people were flipping their lids over this. Except they showed the crappy game at first. The first. Yeah. It, what's funny is it goes Kingdom Hearts it showed, and people were like, "Whoa!" And then it was Kingdom Hearts Unchained, like a mobile game. Yeah. And people were like, "Whoa!" And they were like, "Oh." And then like. And then they showed the actual when, trailer. When the video ended, people were like this. And they're like, now let's show you the trailer you want to see, Kingdom Hearts 3. And people are like, ah! like freaking oh out. God. And I was like, uh, okay. I guess it, uh, it looks, I've never understood what the game is, but it's, it's amazing. It's it looks neat. neat. It looks amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I played the first Kingdom Hearts, never played the second. But um, it's, I'm just not a big uh, turn-based RPG guy, but it's, you know, whenever you get involved in, like, the crossover Disney World, yeah, Keyblade cool. stuff, it, it's it's fun. It's like I'll Final Fantasy characters mixed with Disney characters, I'll right? Also, let's play some yeah. Final Mix. I'm going to have a feeling Emma will own that game. What do you think, Bill? I'll be I'm sure she will. And she'll love it. And then they talked about World Final Fantasy, World Final Fantasy, but whatever. Final Fantasy Worlds. I don't know what it's called, but it's Hitman, Star Ocean, another game. I've never understood what the heck it is. Yeah. It's Japanese stuff. It's an ocean of stars. And, Bill, they closed up the entire show with Deus Ex. What is it? Mankind Divided. Deus Ex Machina. Why why is uh, Mankind Divided, Bill? Uh, because they don't get along. They, you know, somebody likes mushrooms on their pizza. Somebody else, you know, wants onions. The, and where the two meet? The have you ever played any of these, Bill? The Deus. Ex I have. I I played the original Deus Ex on uh, the PC and the uh, the second one. Uh, I do own the the most recent one. The uh, what's it called? Uh, Deus Ex Ex Deus. <laughs> um, I, uh, so what? Uh, I think it's Human Revolution is, is the, uh, fun the last play? one. Is it fun? Or? Yeah, they're very interesting games. And you have like powers and stuff. Yeah, it's like cyberpunk. You're kind of like a cyborg, uh, stealth action. It's it's a, they're very fun games. And you're fighting against the man, I guess, right? You, yeah, the man is the ultimate uh, evil. Figures, jerks. Uh, Deus Ex Machina, I don't know. Yeah, that's what it's a play on. I give it three stars based on curiosity. I give it a half star because I just have no idea. It's not Emma's bad. Be careful because it killed the cat. So, guys, out of the entire E3 show, what made you most excited? Nintendo. Just Nintendo, period? And Laura And Laura. Laura Croft, Tomb Ra- Rise of the Tomb Raider. And Kingdom Hearts. And Kingdom Hearts. And Bill? Uncharted 4 will be fun, yeah. I think that was the thing I was most excited about. And the possibilities of the HoloLens. And Fallout oh, yeah. 4? Really, I just want to wear things on my head. Bill, you didn't say Fallout 4. I was surprised. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. It's been two hours and 15 minutes. I forgot about it already. <laughs> so the number one thing, you you can't wait to pop in and just... Fallout 4. Yeah. Fallout 4 and Uncharted 4. Yeah, totally. It's uh, the year of 4. 
Yeah, um, me, I can't wait to play Tomb Raider with Emma watching because that was fun the first time we did it. But I also think she would have fun watching me play uh, Uncharted 4, too. Nathan Drake. Yeah, I'm sure. And how long before she goes, this guy's a mass murderer. <laughs> yeah, wondering. he's he is a little um, kill happy. I see a lot of people. Uh, we've talked about this before, where people rate like Xbox One, PS4 One, Sony One. Uh, did you walk away thinking any company won? No, no, I really didn't. No, no one company had a big like uh, killer app or reason for anybody to buy a new system or. Uh, truly invest because a lot of the things were, you know, in in the future like the Hololens. Yeah, I, I can't think of anybody anybody really won. Sony had a very good uh, display. I thought uh, Bethesda uh, did a very good job catering to gamers. Nintendo fell flat on their face. If you weren't, you know, if you're not a Nintendo fanboy. Yeah, if you're older than 15 or a Nintendo fanboy, yeah. Uh, if you're Adam but, Howard, yeah. So I'm. I would say Sony. <laughs> Sony. <laughs> Sony. Sony didn't win, but they. I think they gave the best uh, um, yeah. press conference. I thought it was really cool when Microsoft announced backwards compatibility. It was almost like a gesture towards their fans of like, hey, look what we made available. That's awesome. For Yeah, look how bad we've screwed up over the past three years. This Right. Let, let us give a little bit of uh, uh, forgiveness or attrition for, for our mess-ups. The things that made me like super excited were um, the Shenmue thing I just thought was really cool. <laughs> and I just kept watching the Kickstarter go up and up, and I was just, just excited about that. The, the most glee I got out of the whole show was Star Wars Battlefront, and that's available on every platform, so it doesn't matter. Oh, I'm probably not Nintendo, though, right? But it's it's going to be on Xbox One and PS4, right? I don't know. It's EA. EA. EA! Yeah, it could be. Cr- yeah, I'm sure it is cross-platform. Um, but the games, I, I mean, Fallout 4, I think if I dove in on the Fallout universe with Fallout 4, I'd pretty much get into it, don't you think, Bill? Oh, you absolutely would. And um, Doom would be a lot of fun. Yeah. But I'm I want to play you and I play Star Wars Battlefront together. That would be Yeah, so I cannot much fun. wait for that. That's going to be a blast. So, I'm going to say that we the consumer won this E3. <laughs> we always win. How about that, huh? And we got to go out and buy Emma a bunch of amiibos. Yay! <laughs> oh, like Fluttershies! <laughs> what? Fluttershies. Fluttershies? What's that? It's nothing. It's nothing? Is it a My Little Pony? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, do they have amiibos of My Little Pony? I wish. Oh, they... I wish. You're just confusing I me. I wish. Okay. They will now. It just like Fluttershies, yay. What, do, what would you do if Nintendo bought My Little Pony? I would scream with glee. <laughs> Then they no acquired more Has- them. No more Hasbro. Oh, wow. Oh, oh that is Hasbro. Hasbro was awful when I was a kid, so they're probably even worse now. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they have G.I. Joe, Transformers. They just sell out everything, don't they, Bill? Yes. Oh, absolutely. And with cartoon and with cartoon product placement, it looks the toys look nothing like it. Now, Bill, well, I- Tonka needs to bring back GoBots. Yeah. 
I, I saw uh, Jason Ritter, he tweeted, waiting for GoBot. And I just thought it was so funny, but, like waiting <laughs> for Godot. Waiting for Godot? Yeah, I was waiting for GoBot. <laughs> I just waiting was, for GoBall. That was the most hilarious thing. Now, guys, it's been great talk covering E3 this year, being out on the uh, game floor. We can't go past the ropes. We can't get in. But it's been fun being here. Uh, it's been great talking about video games with you guys. And I'm going to make a statement now. And you, next year, when we cover the next E3, we'll see if I kept it. This year, I think I played one game, and that was Destiny. I think the whole year. <laughs> Of all the games. I am going to make it a... Um, what is the word I'm thinking of? Um, my mission... I'm making it my mission to play as many games as possible this year, Bill. And right. I also want to start my own Twitch and game where uh, no one can watch it. Nice. <laughs> but I'm going to be talking during it. It'd be cool, Bill, if we did some co-ops. And, and we'll, get, we'll get paid nothing for it. Yeah. But we'll we monetize can. that Twitch. But you and I have conversations while playing games, while it airs on Twitch, and it'll be archived for anyone to watch at any time. I want to do that this year. Everybody's yeah, doing fun. it. Everybody's doing it, so why shouldn't we do it? Everybody's doing it. Yeah. I learned it from watching you. Yeah, that's what Emma will do, and she'll start her own Twitch channel. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we go, I have a voicemail from Adam Sexton. Let's play this and uh, see what's going on. All right. Talk to us, Adam. Hello, Entertainment Landfill crew. Adam Sexton here. Finally sending you some voicemail. I have missed the previous two or three episodes. Uh, apologize for that. But luckily, uh, Jason, you gave me some uh, heads up on this episode, so... Uh, here I go. I'll start with some feedback on uh, some previous episode topics. Right. Uh, I did enjoy your Mad Max Fury Road uh, discussion, and I agree 100%. And it's been like, what, a month since that movie came out? And I'm still thinking about it. I, I think about it almost every day. And there are just a couple of things about it that I would like to share. One, I love that moment in the uh, climactic chasing where... Uh, Charlie Theron's character gets wounded. I think she gets like stabbed or something by in the side. And there's this look of fatigue and pain on her face, which just then turns into full blown anger. And she's got like the most intense death stare I've ever seen. I've ever seen in from any character in a movie in recent memory. And uh, that little image is uh, burned into my retinas as well. Another thing is, I really uh, the movie had a lot, a lot of uh, really notable roles for uh, female characters, and I found myself very taken for some reason by uh, Megan Gale, who played the Valkyrie. Uh, she is the youngest uh, member of the uh, Warrior Woman uh, Women Tribe that figures into the third act. And I love that character. She was uh, just badass and really performed heroically. wasn't in the mood for you know for very long, but I mean made a very strong impression. And I found it interesting uh, on Twitter. I found out that George Miller at one particular point was going to direct a Justice League movie, and if and if it had actually gone through, Megan Gale would have played Wonder Woman. And while I'm looking forward to Whatever Gal Gadot brings uh, with uh, Dawn of Justice and all the DC movies going forward, 
I don't think anyone would have uh, complained about Megan Gale as Wonder Woman. I mean, she just looks the part. So um, anyway, there's that. Uh, I am also intrigued by Sense8, just like the two of you are, and I plan to finish binge-watching it this weekend. This work week has been... By the way, Bill, because I went on vacation, I've stopped at, like, episode 5 of Sense8, and I can't wait to get back into it. Yeah, we stopped and... uh binged Silicon Valley uh-huh. and uh, enjoyed the heck out of that, but Very we cannot wait to get back to Sense8 because we're taking a break from Bloodline because it's draining. <laughs> and it's seriously draining. The so, yeah, we have to get far, back into Sense8. How far are you into Sense8? Uh, three episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, keep watching it. We will. Okay, back to the voicemail. Extremely long and tough and i just go home and then i collapse in the bed and when i wake up it's the next day and i gotta go right back to work but i plan to finish it this weekend and for all the reasons that you and bill have mentioned it's just fascinating and there's nothing else like it and i'd say like cloud atlas it has this very optimistic view towards uh humanity and the potential for goodness i love that one moment where and i think it's like the the very first episode where the cop comes upon that uh that black kid who's been injured and the kid pulls a gun on him and the cop doesn't flinch he doesn't he he just almost like he, he freezes but uh, I, I figure any other cop would have just opened fire but this cop uh doesn't do that i mean he just he just waits to see what happens and maybe he's willing to take a risk uh on getting shot by the kid but the the kid decides to put the gun away and that was a really unexpected moment you mentioned the uh the uh the moment during like the uh, gay pride uh parade or festival where the transgendered woman's uh girlfriend stands up to her when she gets over some really harsh criticism i love that moment too I'm really looking forward to where the, how the series is going, and uh, I'll find out where I find out how it turns out by this weekend. Uh, also, in terms of other TV, I am loving the return of Hannibal, and I can't wait for tonight's episode. And uh, the first two episodes so far have been, you know, fantastic. And I hope you're watching that and keeping tabs on that as well. And uh, I'm so sorry to hear that Falling Hard was not the uh, the uh, gem that we were all hoping it would be. But I do did love uh, you uh, and Stephen talking about it. So at least you'll always have the DVD with what I'm sure is a very fascinating director's commentary track on it. Um, moving on, the the, the major. Uh, major point I wanted to bring up in this voicemail is that you and Bill are planning to do an E3 conversation, and I wanted to yeah, rattle off some of the the things that really caught my interest. The weird thing is, for like what feels like the first time in maybe you know a few years since I started actively trying to catch up with footage every year, is that I missed all of Monday's press conferences. Uh, usually I've been home in time to at least catch Sony's, which is of particular interest to me since I'm a very PlayStation-heavy uh, gamer these days. And I got home by like 10 so and missed everything, so I've been trying to catch up with uh, 
you know, specific trailers for games. Uh, I think PlayStation has pretty much aired uh, independently every uh, game trailer that they could. I've, they've also have a a uh, recap of the entire press conference, which I've put on my watch later queue. But uh, some of the games that I'm interested in: uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain. This is the last Metal Gear Solid game. Uh, don't know if you know about this, but uh, oh, Hideo Kojima, the game's director and the series creator, and his company, Kojima Productions and Konami, have parted ways. Uh, they, this is their last game together. Apparently, Konami is more interested in making uh, mobile games. They're not one to make big-budget games anymore. They've even canceled the Silent Hill game that Kojima and Guillermo del Toro were planning to collaborate on. So there's something a little bittersweet about this, but it also means that The Phantom Pain is like this last great big hurrah. This, this. Did you watch the trailer to that, Bill? The Phantom Pain? Yeah. What? Those yeah. games are insane. I... I didn't see the trailer for it. I don't. I, I just get game. bored when I watch them. <laughs> I watched the gameplay trailer, and it looks very interesting and weird. Like you collect cassette tapes with '80s hits on it, like Hollow Notes and Spandau Ballet in the game. That's um, insane. And you connect a a balloon to all the bad guys that you knock out or shoot and it zips them away where they're out of sight. It's so weird. There is one thing I know about that game. What's that? The Phantom Cigar. Yeah, yeah. You can smoke a cigar and like a whole day will pass by. nice music. Oh, okay. Okay, back to the voicemail. Weird ass game series finally comes full circle and the game footage I've seen of it, there, there was a 15 minute preview that uh, GameTrailers.com put out last week, and from the E3 footage I've seen of it, it's 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 really handled the open world physics to a greater extent that uh, Ground Zeroes did, and I'm really looking forward to see just how how many options you have and just how wild and detailed that environment is. And I can't wait to just uh, take one big uh, step back into the craziness of it. But first things first, I need to finish the last two Metal Gear Solid games. Uh, I'm trying to go through my backlog right now. Uh, I, the only press conference I've, I've been able to see so far was the Bethesda press conference on Sunday night. And Fallout 4 made a big impression. I do own Fallout 3. I have not finished it. It's one of those games that just has seems to have just too much and the options are so wide that it just kind of overwhelms me but i may just pick the fourth game up and i may start resuming playing fallout 3 as well because i i i've got to hand it to bethesda for really thinking out this game world and the physics and uh, the opportunities that you're given as a player and i and as far as uh new features I'm really uh, fascinated by the ability to rebuild buildings and uh, uh, architecture or uh, just anything in the environment. You can like rebuild it and start up from scratch. It's like you can uh, rebuild an entire neighborhood or a city. It, 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 this is just, it's so big, I, I, I can barely comprehend it, but, but that trailer just looks so promising. The new Doom game looked really cool. Uh, 
kind of look weird. I, I, for some reason, I, I skipped out on the last Doom, uh, past the PC, past the shareware versions of the earlier games. I haven't really jumped that much into the Doom franchise, but this looked like a whole lot of fun. It looked really, looked really brutal. Looked like a whole lot of fun, and uh, I, I may check it out. Every piece of game footage that I can see of Uncharted 4 uh, makes me more excited. It's one of the main reasons that I bought a PS4. And uh, I love how you have so much more options during combat and the way that you can move within the environment. But I'm also looking forward to how they're going to expand the story. And if this is the last game for the series, what else is it going to involve for Nathan Drake and Sully and all his friends and especially his brother? The Last Guardian trailer, uh, the gameplay footage, I can remember when they first teased this, what was it, back in 2008, 2009, and you had this this hey, little trailer that it had a uh, film score from, I believe it was uh, Miller's Crossing, and it, it, looked, it looked fantastic, and I've played both Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, so I'm looking forward to this, and I'm I glad to finally know that it's coming yeah, out I next year for the PS4. Uh, no Man's Sky looked fantastic. It was also one of the reasons I bought a PS4. Uh, Street Fighter Five. I, I, I love the Street Fighter series, but I've become rusty. I'm, I'm just not as good as I was when uh, Street Fighter Two came out, and I played that to death on the Super Nintendo. And uh, hopefully, I can get back into this one. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn looks fantastic. And uh, this is not an E3 game, but Batman Arkham Knight is around the corner, and that's one of the big reasons that I bought a PS4 in the first place, so I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be... Uh, other games. Yeah. Uh, the, for Xbox One owners, I'm, I'm really kind of jealous that y'all get to play, uh, uh, what is it, Cuphead, the one that looks like old uh, cartoon, that looks like an old Disney cartoon. That, that looks fantastic. Very jealous that you get to play Rise of the Tomb Raider before everyone else does. Uh-huh. Uh, South uh-huh. Park game, The Fractured Butthole. <laughs> uh, trailer looked fantastic. And uh, your language, Adam? as far as the Final Fantasy VII remake, I, I, I do admire that game. I'm not crazy about it. I still, I still haven't completed it. It's sitting on my PS3 hard drive, and I haven't touched it. But uh, sure, I'll I'll give it a chance when it comes out. Uh, recently, game wise, I've been playing a lot of Bloodborne uh, and quite a, and a little bit of GTA V. Uh, I've given GTA V another chance, and I think that I will be purchasing it purchasing it soon. I've rented both those titles from GameFly. I've recently canceled my subscription, which I usually do every three months or so. And uh, but I will definitely be bl- uh, buying Bloodborne when the price goes down a little bit more. Uh, that's a fantastic game. It's very brutal, and but somehow it just keeps compelling me to keep on going further into into the, this, these hellish environments and these uh, really terrible enemy encounters. And I believe during my last gameplay. I was playing an online game, which enables your friends to come in and help you, and, and you know, vice versa. But it also gives other players who want to kill you an opportunity to invade your game world 
and try to take you on. And I actually did have that kind of encounter and luckily won. And I do plan, I did save the video and I do plan to upload that, uh, upload that to my YouTube channel. So, uh, I'll let you know whenever that hits or provide a link in the, uh, in the fan club over in Facebook. So, uh, anyway, uh, my, I'm pretty much run out of time and, uh, I need to get back to work, but, uh, guys, I know you'll have a, uh, a great episode and I'm looking forward to hearing what you've got to say. And you've been doing such a good uh, job on the past episodes and, uh, really guys take care of yourselves and, uh, I will uh, speak to you later. See you later. Bye. Adam, thank you so much for your voicemail. It's always good to hear things from your perspective, sir. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Adam. Now, Bill. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> Bill and Emma, thank you guys so much. We're making it a tradition. It's now two years in a row we've covered E3. Yay. And how about we cover it again next year? Yay! Can't wait to see what Nintendo does in their digital event next year. <laughs> Maybe Splatoon 2? Maybe more Muppets? Maybe more yarn games? Oh, God, I need another yarn game in my life. Yarn! <laughs> yeah, yarn! <laughs> yarn. I, all of a sudden, I feel the need to go to Joanne Fabrics. Yeah. <laughs> Load up on yarn! <laughs> now, Bill, Emma, yes. thank you guys so much. It's great talking video games. Thank you. Emma, video games have captured your imagination. What, you play games on a 3DS now, an Xbox, a tablet, your phone. You're always immersed in video games. It's pretty cool being you, isn't it? <laughs> There's no real response to that, is it? She's like, I know. It was to- it was a total Han Solo and Carbonite moment. Mm-hmm. I know. You even played PS3. You know what's interesting also? Her playing the PS3... Uh, her playing Nino Cooney. There was a part where you died, and you didn't save, so you got frustrated. And I've never seen you frustrated like that before, ever. And seeing you, I was like, I wonder, Bill, if she's going to quit in disgust, or keep going and to get back where she was. And I didn't realize that the story kept on going, even though you died. But I'm proud of you. You didn't quit in disgust and just turn the game off. You kept playing over again. That's the way you beat video games. You just got to keep yep. playing. And you did. That's the way you beat life. Yeah. I'm proud of you, Emma. Thank you. Good job. Never give up. Never surrender. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Thank so- you. And, you know, all the same stuff. You know where to find our show. You know where to find us on Twitter. You know where to find us on Facebook. And Watch out for giant crabs. And be sure, guys, <laughs> you leave us some feedback. Okay? We would yes. love that. Send it to nimpodcast at gmail.com. That would be totally awesome. Giant Wicked crab. Bonzicle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and keep an eye out for Twitch. Us on Twitch. Yes. All right. All right, guys. And what are you guys waiting for? Get out there, play some video games, and see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Enough talk. Now get out. Now this is podcasting.